Radio News. Saturday night. Live session. G'day, Mike. G'day, tech guy. How are you? Yeah, good, mate. Yeah, yeah, we're getting there. Uh, good. Yeah. How about you, Yogi? Hey, welcome back to the good listeners of On The Road Radio. Yes, 
We're here. Welcome back. What a bloody, what a week it was in the world of trucking. Yeah. I did take the new ball into the wind, I tell you. We had a massive week, and what a week it was. <laughs> <laughs> Well, we'll talk about that. I reckon we'll talk about that. First of all, before we get started, though, we've got to welcome everyone to the, the, uh, the show. This week, we're brought to you by Next Journey Bags. Our mate Simon reads and match with Yogi. We're going to find out all about that. And uh, if you want to ring in and you want to get in on the conversation, you want to text in 0491 825 633. That's 0491 825 633. Call in and have a text. I had a question for you, Tech Guy, before we get started. Yeah. What happened to Saturday night? It's all right, mate. But since when has NXS been the bloody theme music for the show? Oh, look, you know, these things happen out on the road, Mike. You know that. <laughs> what happens on the road stays on the road. <laughs> yeah. Stuff, <laughs> indeed. Yeah. One of the listeners texted in and asked if you actually make these stuff up, happen. I've got to start. <laughs> hey, I, I have a fair crack. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Have you got Have you got Saturday night's all right sort of queued up, have you? Oh, look, I reckon we might. We might do it. Let's 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 kick it off with a bit of that then, shall you we? You want to? You want to go Saturday night? You want to go that way, do you? I do want to go that way. Just have to kick oh, it off. Oh, there we go. Right well, course. we'll have a listen to that, and we'll be yeah. back shortly, eh? <laughs> Saturday night's all right.
welcome back, everyone. I, I see you went with the Nickelback version. Yeah, that's what you asked for, wasn't it? No. 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 no one, no one ever asked for Nickelback. No one ever asked for the Nickelback. That, that is one thing we can agree on at On The Road Radio, no. that no one ever asked for Nickelback. Yeah, Mike did. Mike did. I've, I've, I've actually got a couple of Nickelback albums in the, uh, in the uh, playlist there, you go. Oh, thanks. Thanks for turning up, Mike. Good to talk to you. Catch you later. <laughs> well, <laughs> they're only there for one reason. Tested in the bloody known history. Well, when you're when you're starting off a radio station and you're scratching for music, you just got to take what you can get. Not Nickelback. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you know, so, look, give it, give it, give the nickel back. And you like that pun from the have been in the states all week? I give uh, the nickels back. I never took the nickels all the yeah. time. Far out yeah. there, coin systems atrocious over there. Like. And their money system, like I felt, I felt like we all had dollar bills. Like yep. I come home with dollar bills. So you obviously never went to a strip club or something. Well, this is correct. You're right. I didn't get rid of my dollar bills. But yeah, man, that's hard work. Like dollar bills. So you, um, bills. you didn't. Um, well, actually, let's talk about what you did there, Yogi, with Simon, <laughs> before, we, before yeah. Mike gets distracted with something sexual from News.com. Oh, could be from anywhere. Uh, so, yeah, so while I was away, did, did you flog that news.com out of him or did he just go to news.com? Like, I've, what I've, happened last week? I've tried to, four sh- in the morning I've tried to shame him out of it, but it doesn't work. Oh, no, I don't think he's He's like that, that bulldozer coming at you. Just don't stop. <laughs> like that bulldozer, oh, mate, that barricaded himself. I've seen that come up on socials the other day. Oh, no, mate, that made a bulldozer and then yeah, yeah. bulldozed City Hall or something like that. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> they called it, it, it the killdozer. They called it the killdozer. Yeah, barricaded himself in there. He was pissed off. He was pissed off. That's actually pissed off when you're going to weld stuff together to go yeah. and blow stuff up. You're no, 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 pretty no, no, no. mega. Do you know the story? Do you know the story behind all that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's a good story. It's actually yeah. a cool story. You know, like, yeah. yeah. Business got cut off and the council wouldn't help him out and they never gave yeah. any breaks or anything like that. And yeah. couldn't, couldn't get the customers into his business and he's been a poor and upstanding citizen his whole life and he ended up getting his bulldozer and armor plate and went and knocked all the councillors' houses down and stuff. <laughs> And City Hall. <laughs> I, I can imagine being that. I can imagine being that pissed off, but actually go and do it, mate. Kudos to you. I'll raise a beer to that bloke. I tell you. Yeah, unfortunately, unfortunately uh, he uh, did sacrifice himself in the in the whole process. But uh, well, it didn't end well for him, did it? No, it didn't end well for him. Right. But, uh, he gave us a. He, he gave us a. Uh, well. Something uh, to talk about. Well, something to talk about certainly gave us an object lesson in civil civil disobedience. <laughs> 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 so so back back to where you were, Yogi. Oh right, yeah, which was nowhere near there. Yeah. We got distracted. So, yeah. yeah. So where did you go? I went to Mid America Truck Show. Matt. Single handedly the, the biggest truck show in the world, isn't it? Single handedly the biggest truck show in the world. Yeah. Yeah. Three day event. Um, like, just it's insane. Insane amount of things to do. So, one, 
I mean, uh, people that know the Brisbane Truck Show, and we know the Brisbane Truck Show's run well, and we know the Brisbane Truck Show has got big exhibitors and everybody that anyone is going to be a Brisbane Truck Show, of which we're going to be a Brisbane Truck Show. Mm-hmm. But one, one wing, one section would be the whole of Brisbane Truck Show. So that'll give you an idea wow. of what Mid-America is. There's three sections to it. And then there's an outside section, which is the show and shine. See, see, Brisbane don't do show and shine. So oh. They'll do the trade and industry show inside, and then they'll do a massive outside show and shine. And then, and then, because we love, we love the Yanks, we love the Americans. They do it right. <laughs> then there's the car park show. All right. <laughs> like it's insane what you actually see sitting in the car park, just sitting there. Down to well, the truck that, that explains all the tweets I was seeing. A bloke saying they'll just go out the trucks in the car park. Yeah, just go look at trucks in the car park. Yeah, and they yeah. weren't entered, they weren't registered, entered, or anything like that. They were literally going to the truck show in their truck because yeah. Louisville, Kentucky, is sort of central. That's you know, hence the word Mid America Truck Show. So yeah. I guess it's, it's a lot of freight through routes, I suppose, or routes, or whatever you call them over there. You know. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so I guess you can sort of go there and make a good day of it. Now, Thursday opened Thursday last Thursday. Beautiful 24, 25 degrees, 20-something 20, 20 degrees. Friday, 90% chance of 40 to 50 mils rain. Yeah, right. <laughs> so everybody was inside on Friday. So, Because well, I was sort of going, you know, asking the exhibitors who we were standing there with and around the other morning, going, what's going to happen if it's raining? And they go, nothing, what? We get wet. <laughs> Looking at me like I've got two heads. I'm going, oh, well, you know, maybe maybe sometimes in the rain it distracts people. They go, nah, dude, it'll be all good. And, and so on Friday, inside, they had a, a registered number of 60,000 people attended the show inside. 60,000? 60, 60,000 on Friday only. That's wild. That is absolutely no. wild. I know, I know. So you say there'd be 50,000 each day on Thursday, you know, and then probably forty to 50,000 on Saturday. Well, yeah. you know, people were packing up on Friday or, or sort of Saturday, you know, sort of scaling back, and there's still people lining up to get in. Well, when people are packing up. Well, well, like us, we sold out by Friday. So, we, you know, I exhibited with Next Journey with Simon. I've become a brand ambassador for Simon at Next Journey. Um, he's trying trying to get a good foot and a bit of a stronghold into that American market, so we've sort of yep. dedicated a couple of years to do so. Yeah. Um, so we, we had a, quite a lot of bags on display and a lot of, you know, sort of bits and pieces between the trucky bag and the toiletry bag and the, and yep. the day tripper. Um, we had them all the range there, and we, we were sold out by lunchtime Friday. Yeah, right. Unbelievable. Yeah, so we kept a few bags, so... You know, all, all our all our favourite podcasters over there in the States, Mike, you know, they were buying up bags. So yeah. we all said to them boys, you know, like, don't don't take them. And they go, no, 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 I'll come back tomorrow, I'll come back tomorrow. So, so we had a pretty cruisy Saturday, you know, just took a few orders and took us, you know, took us, yeah, a lot of, lot of inquiries. And um, it was a really positive show. And hopefully, you know, we sort of something comes out of it. And, yeah, we just try and keep tracking, tracking into that American market. Well, I've got a next journey bag. I know that uh, Craig's got a couple, and I'm pretty sure you've got one or, one or three or something. Yeah, you? We've actually got six. Six? six. Yeah, so the kids have got one, and I've got one for the truck, and then I've got one of the bags that we release. 
Right. <laughs> so we, when we go away, we, we, I've got a cracking photo on the back of the ute. When we, when we go away anywhere, we've got one each and we just line the back of the ute for <laughs> the next journey, trucking bag. I was going to say, why the hell would you actually need six, mate? My, my bag, well, I've had my bag for a while now, and I've got a on the road podcast one that Simon did for me. Yep. And uh, it's been, where's it been? It's been all over Australia. It's been across to Adelaide. It's been to New Zealand. Yep. Uh, it's been for a ride in several trucks. Uh, it's been on aeroplane a couple of times. I, I love that thing, mate. I love the zips. The zips are beautiful. They really are. And, uh, Excellent quality. I, and I can fit all my gear in there. So, you know, Yes, this is a plug for Next Journey bags. I love them, and uh, I can't wait to can't wait to actually get me in with another one because Rose wants one now. Yeah, right. I'll, I'll hook you up. I know, but yeah, I'll bloke. <laughs> 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 well, that's good. I got a mate. I got a mate. I got a mate. I got a mate. Yeah, yeah, Dave, you ever see, if you see Simon floating around, or this is a bit of inside run running here for you good punters of on the road, right? If you see floating around, just call him the next, next guy. No, yeah. next man, next man, next man. Call him yeah. the next man. Yeah. We'll see how that floats, because we, that's a whole nother... We, we, we went bowling in Texas, because we ended up... We put him for hours off in Texas, so I loaded him up on the bowling alley as the next man. The next man. <laughs> the next man. I heard some fellas uh, that we both know, I've talked to on the phone certainly a few times and done a couple of podcast shows, that they got you in a bowl and they're like, apparently, and, and uh, apparently, well, I don't know they got you in a bowl, and they certainly got you in a, an Irish bar, Oh, yeah, them loose pizzles, they are, I tell you. Well, so <laughs> we, we were, so I'm, I'm pretty sure it was Friday night. Yeah. I cannot confirm or deny that, you know, I don't know which night it was per se. I think it was Friday night, so we walk, We were walking out of a bar called Merle. Yeah. And and about about eight or nine of probably the most influential sort of podcasters and, <laughs> and Twitters and all that in there and freight movers and movers yeah. and shakers and young blokes, you know, that we all deal with in America, were walking in. So Simon's looking at me, he didn't know, and I'm looking at him going, oh, dear, we're not, we've just cancelled that Uber. It's going to get loose here. So. Yeah, so you were there with Gordo and with Super Trucker, Justin Martin, and yeah, uh, yeah. and uh, Lombardi yeah. and all the other cranks. Yeah, yeah, and then yeah, there was just, others. There was others. There was another another table that were there as well, which yeah. another lot of you know. There's a photo floating around on Twitter there. There was about twenty of us, and my bullfeds in the back corner just going, "Hey, what's going on here?" Like say, so, that was really good. It was yeah, really good. Apparently, they bought you some rough bourbon or something. Oh, well, the world according to God, like, <laughs> he, he reckons it was good. And I'm like, man, that's funny. That's for washing past him. He said it was 60 bucks. Like, I'm far out. I could run me freaking two stroke motorbike on that. It was disgusting. And you go, oh, it was 60 bucks bourbon. Well, well, take it back. It was horrid. <laughs> then, boys. Their boys are rough and tough, you know. Good, good boys, you know. Good, good blokes. Young blokes having a good go and, and making a really good name for himself in trucking and a couple yeah. of owner-operators in amongst there. And, yeah, we had, we had a big night. It was a good time, you know. We walked out of that Irish pub, which is ironic that we're drinking bourbon at an Irish pub in, in Kentucky, but 
Yeah. Walked out of there, walked to the front door, and he just barked it down. <laughs> Absolutely even rain. Yeah. And then we're like, oh, so we, the Uber was across the road. We went the hour across the road and get saturated. We got the Uber and went about six miles to the apartment and had a little sleep. So, yeah. yeah. I, I, I was, they weren't going to bed, but I was going to bed. I was worried that you weren't going to make it anyway. Right? I thought you were lucky to still be alive. We should never scream for mercy, was it? Well, you know, like, yeah, well, I mean, my guts were warm because that bourbon burned all the way down and burned all the way back up. I you this thing. So it did come oh, back up. Drank. No, it didn't come back up, no. But if you've drank straight, because they drink shots over there. Yeah. Like, you just drink shots of bourbon. There's no mixes on anything. So yeah. you sort of, you, you throw it down, you think, oh, that, oh, that's burning coming back up, you know? <laughs> like, oh, that's going to be horrible. But no, nothing come back up for the record. Everything stayed oh. down. All me, all me Texas ribs or bloody, no, where were we? We went in Texas. Where were we? We have anything smoked and brisket and like, oh, so honestly, the food, the food didn't blow me ears back over there in Kentucky. I never seen a green thing for a week. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's, obvious, it's, obvious, it's obvious you were unsupervised then. <laughs> Correct. Yep. 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 Well, how could you not? I ended up at Cracker Barrel or Cracker, yeah, Cracker Barrel, I think, breakfast, breakfast place. It was right next door to where the truck show was. Yeah. And like one, one morning there, we had the, the, the granddaddy breakfast, which is just three eggs and toast and a bit of bacon. And, you know, it was pretty good. And unlimited right. iced tea. Unlimited <laughs> which I don't need unlimited iced tea. <laughs> I see. Oh, no, it was disgusting. Well, the coffee's disgusting. Oh, look, I don't care how many Americans I said it. Your coffee is disgusting. Like, it is rank. It is possibly the worst stuff I've ever drunk. So I get why people are drinking iced tea at breakfast time, because your coffee harsh. is terrible. It's a bit harsh, mate. It's a bit harsh. No, no, no. The coffee's harsh. The people are not. The right. coffee's harsh. Just don't drink <laughs> it. Probably because it's still pouring bourbon at 6 o'clock in the morning. Well, you're better off having block. Well, we did have my bourbon there. Simon did. Oh, he had a. Uh, he put bourbon in a coffee one night there. I don't know what it was called, but anyway, went down all right. So yeah. I've been uh, I've been uh, drinking American coffee, mate. That's right. Oh, I, I, oh I me too. Right. Yeah, me too. Yeah, I wouldn't rave about it. <laughs> when you need a cup of I was, that was my first coffee in America when I landed. I actually walked to a Starbucks at the airport and got a Starbucks. And right. Yeah, again, yeah, it's probably washing past him, you know. Yeah, Rose and I made a point of getting some Starbucks last time we were over that way, just, just to see what it was like, you know. Yeah. And I thought it was like, like dishwater, which crap. What? Well, you're <laughs> right, yeah. We, yeah. We, stood, we stood there and waited, and, you know, all that sort of stuff. Oh, yeah. I just thought it was crap. Yeah. I didn't enjoy it at all. So the yeah. brekkie, right, I was going back to that Cracker Barrel brekkie place. Yeah, yeah. Well, so I had bacon and eggs the first day, and then the next day we go back there, and then I'm sitting down there, and, I'm, and a little, and what, so we're talking eight, eight o'clock in the morning. We're going yeah. into the truck show. You want right. a good brekkie. So yeah. I bought a little special of the day. Now, what do you reckon special of the day at Louisville, Kentucky, at the truck show? What do you reckon special of the day was? <laughs> special of the day at Louisville, Kentucky. Bloody, what, horse or something like that, was it? French toast oh, and fried chicken. chicken. French toast? 
toast. In and Kentucky. fried chicken. French toast and fried chicken. What, what yep. else would you have? For what else would you have? What else could you not? French, French toast, toast and fried chicken. chicken. All right, job's on. Chicken, chicken, chicken and chicken and French toast with maple syrup. Oh, seriously? Oh, yeah. <laughs> jo- job's on. Oh, I cannot make that up. And it was, I, I don't care what you think. It was awesome. Was <laughs> Oh, yeah, like the French toast, you know, dusted in icing sugar and then you put the chicken on the French toast and then you just drizzle it in maple syrup. And, you, and it's not so that crap we got over here, which is imitation maple syrup. We're talking little bowls of pure Canadian gold. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Jeez, that's only starting to sound like an ad. Welcome to Cracker Barrels. Yo, go be your host. Sit down and have waffles and bloody French toast. I can have the waffles. I can do the waffles. Waffles and chicken? You, you, no, no. There's fried fried chicken for breakfast a bit. Uh, no, no. Oh, you're starting to sound like a man. A man is paying me out. You know, how can you have fried like, chicken tenders, fried chicken strips for breakfast? How can no. you not have fried chicken no. for breakfast? No, no. Pizza, maybe. Yeah. No, nah, well, pizza from the night before. <laughs> no, nah, they never. They, we didn't know if you didn't happen. get a pizza. Well, we yeah. flew through Chicago. I was trying to hope to get a deep dish Chicago pizza, but we ended up eating at the Cub. G'day. Hang on. Hello. Who's that? Oh. <laughs> Righto. Who have we got here tonight? <laughs> well, um... Uh, it's... Got to be Lucy, doesn't it? Do you know who I am? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. You're the only one yeah. who looking for your dad. I know, <laughs> it was mum's idea. I know none of my kids will be looking for me. Yeah, I know. So I haven't been home. Like, ladies and gentlemen, I got home like Thursday He's in night the shed. and went back to work. Friday and Saturday. And I've just walked in the door. I've literally got the truck keys in my hand and the, the night cross buns I got from the bakery. And I've gone yeah. to the shed. No, Lucy, I'm in the shed. Have you got a new guinea pig? What's the guinea pig's name? Cal- oh, Klein. Calvin died. No, nah, but you got a new one. What? Are you not <laughs> home? No, I'm not home. Oh. That's my mum's Oh, dear, this is getting difficult. Did I get a new guinea pig? Uh-oh. What's it look like? Looks the same as the oh. other one. Uh-oh. <laughs> uh, 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 uh. where, where are you? Like, where... I'm at um, Stevie and Ruby's house, one of my friends. All oh, right, right, right. Yes, yeah. it was mum's idea because I called her and she said, she said, call dad on the radio and say, does anyone know where dad is to see if you would recognise my voice? Oh, I do recognise your voice because of my lovely daughter. Oh. Well, that's good, that's oh. good. Blame it all on oh, mum. Well, you, you better come home then, eh? That's I'm staying for dinner here. What? It's terrible. I'm saying for this, yeah. Alright, alright, alright. Mum said you were on the radio. Oh. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, right, live, live, live now. Oh. So, that's yeah. good, that's good. Well, thanks right. for your call. My heart, my heart rate got yeah. to 135. I was panicking. <laughs> why? You... Why, were you, why were you panicking? I don't know. It got to 135. Because dad's awesome. 
Like that's yeah, way. Yeah, he is. He is. He's awesome. Yeah, I know. And you're the best daughter. I know, right? Child. Yeah. Child. No, I don't, don't be saying to the best child because we do have another child. Well, well anyway. she's certainly my favourite. Anyways, good job, Dad. Hello. Cool. Well, you, know where, you know where he is now. Yeah, that's good. That's good. Right, it's good we can act as such a good location service. <laughs> if anyone out there is missing a partner or a father, call in. We'll see what we can do. ended up in this whole Kentucky show because uh, he's uh, he sent a request in so we we probably should play it for him, eh? Yeah, oh, go on, get after it. You you want you want to do it? Yeah, yeah. Well, it's not rap, Mike, but you know, yeah, we don't need to punish right. you with that yet. So right, I can dial it back. I don't have to. Do we'll it. do it later, eh? Yeah. Right, eh? This is this is something from Yogi. Do you want to introduce it, Yogi? Which one did you end up starting with? I'm a man of constant sorrow. Uh, Blue Moon. Blue oh, Moon. Blue Moon for Friday, Friday. Oh, oh, this is fantastic. Battle up, you lot. Like, here we go. Blue Moon of Kentucky by Bill Munro and his Bluegrass Boy. Enjoy this, get everyone. Get your knees pumping. Get your spoon cracking. Keep on shining Shine on the one It's gone and proved and true Blue moon of Kentucky Keep on shining Shine on the one that's gone And left me blue It was on a moonlight night The stars shining bright Shining bright, they whispered from high. 
keep on shining Shine on the one that's gone He said goodbye we're back. Can I take the earplugs out now? Oh, hair just all. What do you think of that, everyone? Yeah, text, text him what you thought of, you know, Blue Moon of Kentucky by Bill Monroe and his bluegrass. Did you want to slash your wrist before it started? You certainly did when it was finished. <laughs> Good God, what's well, terrible. So, we, so that was last Friday night. Like, we were at a place called Merle's in the main street of downtown Louisville. Yeah, and we we were sitting there having dinner, me and Simon. You know, Simon from Next Journey, proudly sponsored by Next Journey on the road radio. <laughs> Shameless plug there, and proudly sponsored the dinner because he did lay it on for us, and we you know we did pretty well there. So yeah, yeah and then it was self promotion going on. Yeah, shameless self promotion. Shameless. shameless. So we're, we're 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 sitting there at the and it's great. We had a really good server, and Mac was her name, and she was awesome. And all of a sudden, these boys start wheeling these. Big amplifiers in, and we're like, oh, this is going to, and we're like literally right at the stage. We're like, oh, this is going to get a bit loud here. And it was a cracking band. So it was yeah. just bluegrass, you know, they were just playing it and getting right into it. It was about five or six of them on stage, and they had all sorts of different instruments and harmonicas and, and dual and banjos, and you know, and it was good. It was really, really good. We had to move to the back of the bar because it was that loud. Yeah. But it was. So Kentucky Bluegrass is what I was thinking for the theme this, you know, this on the road radio shed session. On the road, yeah. It was an interesting song. Interesting? I could think of other words to describe it. I mean, our our listeners would have peaked at thousands, if not millions, when they would have tuned in, knowing that Bill Munro was on the radio. Mm. (laughs) Not quite what the texts are showing, but anyway... How is the text line going on zero four nine one eight two five six double three? Pretty quiet. Like pretty Monday. quiet, but we've had did have yeah did have thumbs down on that. Uh, yeah, bit of thumbs down. Bit of thumbs yeah, down. That bit song. of a thumbs down. I think we've had a, I've had a thumbs down on it. So. Yeah. Oh well. I don't know what I've got to do for you people. I travel halfway around the world to find some new and interesting music. Mm. Yeah. New, anyway, the other, new and interesting, is that, is, that a, is that what you're calling it? New and interesting? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I reckon it was new and interesting. Well, the next couple of songs are probably a little bit better. They're a little bit more... Yeah. Uh, I'm not sure that it's there, but... But it is Kentucky Blue, though. A bit wary of that, yeah. Anyway. Um, wary of it. I was wary of it. As soon as, as, soon as you said that you were going to do it earlier on, I, uh, I just sort of cringed. Straight away, I was starting to feel sick. I was sitting there calling in sick and getting a note. <laughs> from your mum? Yeah, righto. This, this is from the bloke who put Barbie Girl on the Yeah, correct. Radio. From the music director. <laughs> right. That was an accident, right? That was an oversight. <laughs> right. Well, I mean, you can't... I mean, it was an accident one Seen time. more than once. For three weeks in a row. Like, that's not an accident. So, yeah. <laughs> right. Now, where, where we were exhibiting in the foyer... Yeah. Next journey, there was a really good truckerstax.com, right? Straight across the throat. And at truckerstax.com, they yeah. they had country, old country, all playing for three days. So we had our own little um, country and western um, concert for the whole time. So I've managed to buy most of their CDs and we got a couple signed. And there's oh, a couple. oh, no. So, Here we go. so we're going to do a country hour. Oh, no. Some of those country singers are there, like they're huge. 
You need a need a back and a lie down. Well, you, it's going to happen, you know. Like at the end of the day. Poor old Mike. Yeah. It's really scary stuff, you know. It really, really is scary stuff. Mm. <laughs> like, like if, I'm not going to say anything now. Anything oh. I could say, anything that I anything that I said now would involve words that would get us in trouble with broadcasting. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You, so, you just need to get over and get in the mood. Hey? Andy follows the American trucker. Do you follow the American trucker? I do. Mike? Yeah. Do. So Taylor, Taylor is a really, really good country and western singer. Is he? Yep. Right, I didn't yeah. hear that. I didn't realise. Yeah, there you go. I, I didn't realise you was that damaged, but anyway, there you go. Oh, he's proper good. You know, like, yeah. yeah. So, uh, look, I like country music. Don't get me wrong, mate. I love it because we have plenty of it on the podcast. But I like, I like sort of more modern country music, this Buck Owens and the Buckaroos bullshit, you know, and, you know, yeah, dude, dude, dude yeah. looking out my back door and all that sort of crap. Not interested. Oh, no. Okay. Well, you, you, need to, you need to broaden that a bit, Mike. Well, yeah. They play old country. So we're going to, we'll do a country out because I've got about, I've got about eight CDs that I'm going to push on the radio here. Cause, cool. You know, because right. right. we can. Well, let me know when you're going to do it. And, um, yeah. So you I'll can switch point. off. Hey? So you can switch off. Well, I'll have a sleep. He does it. Yeah, righto. It's all good. So any time between two and four in any day, then Yogi <laughs> would be right. <laughs> that's, that's right. <laughs> yeah, any time in the afternoon. No, no, you're working now, aren't you? Are you back in the office? I'm in the office now, yeah. For a little yeah, little little you can't be having a little nap in the afternoon anymore. No, I've got, I've got my shoulder surgery happening on the 23rd of this month, so I'm going to have a shoulder fix. Oh, yeah. And uh, then I'll be uh, six weeks before I'm allowed to do anything, being a sling for six weeks. Oh, yeah. And hopefully, uh, hopefully um, another six to eight weeks after that, I'll be allowed to get back in the truck, hopefully. Go truck. Hey, Yogi. Yogi, before we move on here, before we move on, there's something here we've got to put out here. So, Mike, we're just going to text you. Yeah. And it said, I like Blue Moon of Kentucky. Got my feet tapping. Yeah, Lord. So, there you go. And yeah, Lord. I will say, yeah, that's from... Well, don't uh, take, don't take no, that's from Karen, Karen in the ACT. So, we will give a shout-out to Karen and Martin in the ACT. Uh, yeah, there you go. So, well, there you go. Col- Colette's well, actually been down to visit them this week, so... I hope they're li- well. Obviously, they're listening. So, Blondie's yeah. just come down yeah. and showed me that. Well, that they must be top people because I mean that is the top car. Yeah. Well, so somebody I've, likes I've it, to, Mike. I've got to admit that it does take all types. I suppose it does take all types. <laughs> That's pretty obvious. Look at the three uh, people on radio tonight. Uh... <laughs> so it was good. So we we had it. We had we had it. Was uh, so we were in the foyer there from next uni and the stand, and, and we had the country and western singers playing away, and it was a bit of a bit, a bit bluegrass as well. Like it was an old country, old country, you know, your dog didn't leave every song, and the <laughs> wife left me and ran off with the dog and the next door neighbour. It didn't like, wasn't like that all the time. Well, that's what worries me. Sorry, I'm going to have you again. I'll shut up there. Go, go, you go. So I was going to say it was actually pretty good. So it was a good, it was a good solid show 
for next June. We yeah. Simon was in the West Wing there the year before. Um, little bit of a little bit of a it's a little bit of a rat race in there. You, you've got everything from uh, you know high end chrome to I don't know light custom lights to, to you know insurance to everything. So there's a bit full on in the West Wing. People were sort of head down going to the food court or checking out the vintage trucks in the other end of the of the pavilion. So whereas he, he got this year, he got a chance to exhibit in the foyer and um, yeah, caught a lot more traffic and a lot more uh, a lot more people and a lot a lot easier to speak to people because in that West Wing, it's sort of you're pretty well jammed in there. She's shoulder room only in there, and like so we we I managed to dig, go and have a bit of a walk around because like I said, we we're exhibiting there, and I managed to scoot over there, and and you wouldn't believe what I found in there, in the model section. There was cab over Kenworth with Rocasano's written on the pan. Oh, oh, oh. A cab yeah, over, could, you say? Yeah, cab over red Kenworth with Rocasano's written on the pan. Serious? Yeah, serious. Hundred and twenty US dollars too. Real That's truck wild. show. Real truck show then. Yeah, yeah. There's a model. You could buy it as a scale, you know, model. How big was it? Oh. Was it like Drake collectible size bottle? Yep, 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 identical. Yep, that's oh, stuff. Yep. Oh, right, eh? Okay. Yeah, right. Eh? So there was a couple others there, you know, like, yeah, but it, but there was no, when I was walking around, the phone wasn't working, so there got no photo. Yeah. Like, there's no, there was no internet that day. It was terrible. Everyone was complaining about it there that day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, but solid, solid show. Oh, I mean, there's two ways of looking at Mid-America Truck Show. People think it's, it's on a decline. Right. There's people that are thinking that it's, it's, it's building after COVID. Right. So, yeah, so, that, you know, there's people that have exhibited for a while think that the big players are not there. Like, you couldn't buy a Peterbilt hat at all. I went oh. looking for Simon on Saturday afternoon to buy a Peterbilt hat, and right. you just, they weren't there. Peterbilt, Peterbilt weren't there, or Peterbilt Merch was there? Or both. Wow. Yeah. So, yeah. But, you know, Packard were there. Kenworth were there. Well, Mack were there. Built Volvo built. were there. You so, know. Yogi, so, are they... Packard built the Peterbilt? Yeah. Sorry, Yogi, are they having the same problem there? Like you order a, order a truck and it takes two years to get it? or? Well, um, is it Kenworth in Denton, Texas? So, they're pumping out 180 trucks a day. Wow. So I don't, I don't know, and that's only one factory. Right. Yeah. So I don't know. I, I don't think so. I probably, they'll prove me wrong here. These American country and western blue moon followers from Bill Munro and his, you know, yeah. bluegrass fan will tell me. Like, yeah. yeah. I might, I might just, I might just send my mate buddy Jamie Hagen at Elvin Hagen, Dakota, North Dakota, a buddy message and say. Buddy, how long does it take you to get a new anthem? Yeah, how long does it take? Yeah, yeah. Because he, yeah, he, he buys Mac Anthems on you when he like, had one truck and now he's got about 10. Is, is he Mac, Mac Lovin? Mac? Yeah, Mac, no, yeah. no, he'll be Hagen. Yeah, oh, he'll be eight. yeah, right, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Let, me just, let me just see if I can tweet him up. Tweet him up? I'll tweet him up. Some ungodly hour of the morning over there. Yeah. But it won't be ungodly hour in the morning and be, I don't know. What, what, yeah, 4 a.m. Hey? 4 a.m. Well, is it 4 a.m.? I don't know. Well, it would be. 
Oh, something like that. Uh, 10 to 6 in New York. That's early. Right. Gordo would be up. He'd be on his way to work by now. So I managed, so I managed to get a walk around on Thursday afternoon with the Boston trucker. Okay. Which I was, I was very, very honoured and uh, very privileged to get to, to get a bit of a wander around the show and shine. Now the show and shine outside, you know, beautiful crisp sort of afternoon and not a cloud in the sky and the breath of wind and you're just looking at trucks and they're just gleaming. Right, so they, 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 they right, yeah, ladies and gentlemen, I actually seen a road train. What? That Mid America truck show, they had a road train. They call them the ones they call turnpike doubles, though, right? Yeah. No, no. This this was a a tri a tri bogey tri road train. Like with an A frame dolly with a ring boot yep. and everything. Yeah, A frame dolly. Yep, and it was all it was all alloy trailers, right? Yeah. And because it was sitting in the sun, so me, so me and Mike, he's going, like, he's coming over with this like a big long wheelbase uh, L W nine sitting in front of it. And it was the first one they've ever really seen, you know. So it was really, really cool. So it was a trailer manufacturer there as well. They turned it out well, but it was all alloy, right? So everything was all alloy. So sitting in the sun, the alloy was shining on the black mud flats and the mud flats were starting to smoke. Because <laughs> <laughs> it was just shining back too, onto too the hot. mud flats, eh? <laughs> wow. Me and Michael walking around going, that doesn't look good. <laughs> Don't worry about it. Get her up. Oh, uh, dear. So we, we got to wander around. So the, the, the thing that blows your ears back in at Mid-America is when, is when you get out into that, that show and shine arena, and you turn up with an outfit. So you've got the, you've got the flat top, the reefer, the, the, the tipper, the belly dumper, you know, whatever you've got coming behind you, and you can park it up in the show and shine. Like you've you've got to make sure that that trailer is as good as the truck it's sitting behind. Like it is, it is really, really, really cool to see smart outfit. Yeah, like, mean, everything matches and, and it just looks a million bucks. Yeah, well, I've seen all those all that uh, video. Uh, my uh, my uh, my mate Tony Justice, the uh, country and western singer from America, that I happen to know when we interviewed. Yeah, he uh, he uses. Uh, a lot of trucks for his, for his music videos, obviously. Yeah, he was Friday night playing. Every time you see them, they, uh, they, um, they're all like absolutely just like they drove off the showroom floor and they've done hundreds of thousands of miles, you know? Yeah, yeah. Incredible. So there's a lot of working trucks that are in the truck show. There's a lot mm. of trucks you know they're not working trucks. Yeah. Um, but they're restored A models and, you know, like, and they're just long and low and, and it looks really good. So it was, it was, it was, it was, it was yeah, it's, it's one of the greatest shows on earth if you're into a, a big American iron. Mm. You know, you, 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 you wouldn't find a European truck there to say this. No Volvos? Nah. Oh, look, there would have been Volvos inside, and they do, they do a big Volvo over there. I don't know how that hasn't gotten on in Australia. Yeah, That's like gas. The VL, yeah. uh, the too VL wide. Volvo. Yeah. Okay. They're too what wide. They're, yeah. Too wide. 100 millimetre too wide, isn't it, to bring to Australia? Oh, is that the problem? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. We've seen something a bit of a kerfuffle over that uh, 2 point. 100 millimetres too wide. Yeah. Seriously. Yeah, that's like the, you know, the death of the NL in Australia. 
because um, they you know they built for the American market, which they built a bit yeah. wider. So yeah, hundred mil two It's just about every other European truck too that can't come here. Oh, look, let's not start a conversation about special trucks. We can do it after after the news if you want to. Mm-hmm. Ten minutes away from the news. If we're going to talk about the specs of American European trucks or why we can't have them in Australia, mate, that's a subject we can go on for an hour. Crazy. Yeah, it's crazy. It's good. It's probably the greatest show on earth. But if you if you if you want to look at everything possible in trucks and you, three days to get around it, yeah, the greatest show on earth. Have you been to that I eighty? Uh, Iowa eighty. No. Iowa eighty, whatever it is. Yeah, Iowa eighty. Iowa eighty. Iowa. Iowa. That's the no. one. Yeah. yeah, yeah. No, I've been I've been buying a book. I mean, I've had the email company me for about. 15 years now, but yeah, we bought a bit of gear out of them when I was sort of thinking about like that mic, um, retractor mic, I got that from Iowa 80 and a few other yeah. different pieces, you know, like it's stuff, I would love to get there one day, that'd be a whole another next level. You know? It's an incredible bloody radio, so I looked at it, there was a uh, couple of YouTube videos of walk-arounds of, of that, I mean, you can go there there's absolutely everything there like there's obviously all the Truck accessory shops and everything else. They've got barbers, dentists, doctors, food, showers. There's a movie theater. Um, if you if you want it, it's just like a little town. You could mostly live there, I think. Yeah, yeah. And we don't do anything even remotely close to it here in Australia. No, our little town's fourth trucked out of town. Yeah, yeah. yeah well, well, I don't. So, so I've got a report card here from the um, from the. From the from the teacher. Now, right. Mike, I did well. I managed to get on Sirius XM. Sirius XM, yes. Yeah, and I done a interview with Road Dog, the right. two boys on that, and uh, and I managed to mention on the road radio. Good boy, well done. Go you. No worries. That was my that was you said that little goal for me that I had to do that, didn't I? I did. I did. Did you actually get the recording of it though? Correct. Yeah, you did. Yeah, and I've got it in a file for you, so I don't have to send it via mail. Wow. I can actually, I can just—it's just a flick of the switch, and wow. you can have it. Wow, that's incredible! I'm impressed. I, I feel—I feel like I've actually achieved something. I, no, I'm impressed with that. I, I really am. I seriously am impressed with that. I—I—I uh, I, uh, I didn't have uh, a, well. It's just sort, sort of almost admitting like you, you feel as though your favourite child may not live up to expectation, but you've done well, young man. Yeah, I did. Yeah, I did. And so they loved it. So we had 15, 20 minutes on, on that. I think there are 1.5 million listeners across America on different yeah. channels and, yeah. and what it is. And um, yeah, look, they were they were really good. And, uh, you know, it was quarter past 10 in the morning and mm. I and I got, managed to get me Uber there and Uber didn't know where, where I did. We were going anyway. We found this place and we wandered in there and they had a massive spread in there. It's like we, we could eat yogurt and chinna buns and Whatever else, some crap coffee again. But anyway, here's what it is. And fruit and a banana. I actually had a banana there. I felt good about the world. I had a banana, you know. So, so we, we got a chance to speak on uh, on the on the radio there. And, uh, yeah, it was good. It was good. And uh, <laughs> a good little outcome. And, yeah, we, we got the radio. got the recording. And, um, uh, yeah, so pretty much, you know, your, your life in 15 minutes. Oh, yeah, which is 15, 20 minutes. What? Can you do your life in 15 minutes? 
Yeah, yeah, I'll give him a couple of dot points, you know, like, yeah, sort of a few bits and pieces. And, um, yeah, we, 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 you know, me being the sprinkler at home, we managed to talk about something else and get back to something else and then get back to, well, actually, we're exhibiting for next journey. Yeah. <laughs> we're in America exhibiting for next journey. And, you know, like, we're on the road radio come up. Yep. So we, we've got our own little radio station in the show, on the road radio. And, um, yep. yeah, the Nowback truck has come up and... You know, there, there, there is a strong uh, following for outback truckers over there. We, the people, I was surprised at the amount of people that stopped me in the show and got a photo and come up and said hello from oh, the TV. Oh. Now, it's only on season three there in Netflix. Right, right. Yeah, so I was actually sort of surprised at how much of uh, traction it's got, you know. And yeah, yeah it, was, um, it, was, it was pretty cool. Oh, yeah. I'm, not, I'm not surprised, mate, that you didn't stop for... Photos, yeah. America. At least I wouldn't. Yeah. All the photos there to pay one twenty. <laughs> yeah, sorry, no, no paying. Nobody was paying anything. We, we got plenty of photos. No drama. With a bet. Uh, you're right, you're right. Yeah. I won that bet. So, so the radio. So we'll we'll, we'll, we'll <coughs> post the recording during the week. We'll yeah get it to you and um, yeah have a listen to, to uh, yeah Sirius XM. That's all good stuff, yeah. eh? We might just cut cut to a bit of news, eh? Everyone will be interested. So, right, eh? We'll uh, we're news or are we doing proper news? Well, I haven't listened. Well, we're going to do proper news, I think. We, we, you're a little bit early, mate. Oh, a few seconds. Right, eh? Where do you go then? We'll cut to <laughs> this. Let him go. Then we'll okay. come back with your trucker news, Mike, which I hope isn't stuff from news.com. Trucker news. Please. Yes. No, P-R-U-C-K. Okay. Trucking news. So I started this because I knew it would take so long to cut to this. Cut. Yeah, cut Mike out from talking. Yeah. Anyway, we'll have a, have a bit of news. I'm Sean Bindley. A man has been airlifted to hospital after being attacked by a crocodile in Queensland's far north. Emergency services were called to the scene in Cooktown just after one this afternoon where they located a man in his 40s with injuries to his head, shoulder and leg. He's receiving treatment for his injuries in Cairns Hospital and is in a stable condition. It's the second crocodile attack in the far north this week. Tax returns will be skinnier than they were last year for millions of Australians. Those earning up to $126,000 will be worse off with around $1,500 less in their pocket because of a tax offset being scrapped in the federal budget. Independent economist Chris Richardson says many won't see a supersized refund. About $11 billion less um, by way of refunds uh, in July, August, September than the matching periods last year. That's quite a lot. It's the equivalent of the Reserve Bank added a, a two extra interest rate rises out there. Westmead Children's Hospital has lost a top heart surgeon, further delaying plans to establish a dedicated transplant service in Sydney. And News Kim Cartwright takes a look. 
Dr. Yishay Orr has resigned to take up a position at a children's hospital in Texas, which colleagues say is too good an offer to pass up. It leaves Westmead Children's Hospital with just two surgeons to perform all heart operations for critically ill infants and children. Staff have told the Herald the loss of a second paediatric cardiac surgeon in four years causes further delays for children needing care. It comes amid a staffing recruitment and retention crisis and record elective surgery waiting lists. Kim Cartwright, Air News. A 20-year partnership with the Save the Bilby Fund has been expanded for another decade. Siobhan Fay has the details. They're not quite as famous as the Easter Bunny, but the Bilby remains an iconic Easter Australian animal. In celebration of the festive weekend, the Queensland Government has announced a 10-year extension of their partnership with the Save the Bilby Fund. The marsupial is currently listed as vulnerable, with several predators threatening the animal. But the Bilby isn't just a cute creature, with one animal able to turn over 20 tonnes of topsoil annually, creating the perfect conditions for plants to germinate. Under the conservation program, more than 70 baby bilbies have been born in the last few years. It's all in an effort to create a long-lasting future for the small but mighty animal. People on the West Australian northwest coast between Caratha and Broome could be affected by a cyclone next week. A tropical low is expected to intensify in West Australian waters over the weekend. The Weather Bureau's Bob Tarr says conditions are favourable for the system to become a severe tropical cyclone. As we get out towards the early to middle part of next week, everything is lining up pretty well, so there's not really too much to hold it back. As long as it stays over the open water, it should become a cyclone and, and quite conceivably could become a severe tropical cyclone. And the final tally for the Royal Children's Hospital Good Friday appeal has hit a record-breaking $23,061,320. Executive Director of the Appeal, Rebecca Cowan, says people donated in a variety of ways. We've had collections all across the state, the CFA out there shaking tins. It's just such a connection with the appeal, as you know, the tin, the shaking, the tin shaking is just, yeah, everyone knows about that. The, the online donations are increasing as well. This is Air News. <laughs> In AFL today, the Adelaide Crows have defeated Fremantle by 39 points in Adelaide. The Crows too good in winning the game 17-9-111 to the Dockers 10-12-72. The Swans are hosting their bogey team Port Adelaide tonight, the Power having won their past six encounters. And round six of the NRL continues tonight. The Panthers are hosting the Sea Eagles and the Broncos are going for six straight wins when they take on the Raiders. Meanwhile, Michael Maguire says he's open to a return to an NRL head coaching role. The Premiership winning coach was dumped by the West Tigers last year and is now working as an assistant at the Raiders. Maguire says he's keen for another crack. Yeah, I really enjoy building teams and you know, obviously at some stage when the time's right, um, you know, what team that may be or where it may be, uh, we'll sort itself out. But I'm just really enjoying doing what I'm doing at the moment. And Jason Day's hopes of winning the Masters have taken a hit after a poor second round at Augusta. The Aussie slipped to sixth place. Place, seven shots behind the leader, Brooks Kepka. He made two bogeys and a double bogey across the final four holes. I just missed some, some short ones coming in and unfortunately that's just how it goes sometimes but I'm very disappointed with how I finished. So being decently close to where Brooks was going into the weekend, you never know how it goes and obviously going from 9 to 5 was a bit of a kick in the gut. And Sam Kerr is in doubt for the Matildas friendly clash with England on Wednesday. The Australian skipper sat out and won. Welcome back, Mike. Well, we're back. I've got trucking news for you, mate. And, and Yogi, too. How'd you go? Did Andy fill my shoes while I was away? He did, yeah. He did. did an excellent job. Did I? 
you want me back or yeah no. it's been yeah. some mixed messages <laughs> can I, like, so what am i going to do to get back on the podcast well, oh, can oh, I, can oh, I, ring in can i come back oh, ring in <laughs> mate you people missed you i missed you yogi i did oh yeah, truly yeah but i breaking news i missed you too Greg. oh did thanks you? mate Chalk milk back, you're not having that this week. And no, no, no berry orange juice this week. We're going to have to get the two more. And I believe they've cut the whole thing short. Water it down. Get the concentrated no name stuff. We've all had it. Just put a bit of water with the kids. It'll go longer. They've cut it short. Cut it short. Yeah. Not going to Yeah, because you just stop spending because. You, got, you run out of money. Well, if it had run all the way to Brisbane, it might have been sort of handy, eh? <laughs> what happens to the, the train just gets the bloody North Star or wherever it is? It's just, oh, that's it. We've had enough. We're not doing it anymore now. Oh, they'll probably put it all on trucks from there. Uh, it's a bit of a joke. Where, the, the where's amount of North money Star? is. Just, where's North Star? Oh, Moree area. More it's, north of, it's north of Moree. It's where our old mate is the uh, bit of more truck blew his first tyre of the threat of the end of blowing. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, to bring up that little scenario. Yeah, well, I suppose. I mean, they did, they did technically nail the brief. They made an inland rail. They didn't yeah. make it anywhere, but they made the inland rail. Well, they've only followed the old one so far. Um, it went inland. It didn't go anywhere else. It just went into the land. Well, anyway, Dr. Kerry Schock is the Australia, uh, Australia's former Energy Security Board chairperson, uh, has done the review on the whole thing. The cost of the project has increased by an astonishing amount when you compare it to 2020, she said in her review. Two years ago, the estimate was $16.4 billion, and now it's $31 billion. Uh, it's oh. just amazing, amazing, amazing stuff. Now, I'll make Cam, you'll make the best dressed man in trucking from... Uh, the uh, Western Australia's peak trucking body that is another example of our point infrastructure investment follows marginal seats, not evidence-based needs and planning. 
Just he's not just a pretty face, is he? No, he's right on point with that one, I think. But anyway, yeah. there you are. $31.5 billion, mate. Imagine, Imagine if they'd put that into the new highway. Yeah, that's a lot of chocolate milk. Yeah. We'd have a, so, we'd have a four uh, lane. Well, no, well, well, you're right. Imagine if they put that into the new highway. But imagine if they put that into the new highway with people that knew how to spend money on how to build roads properly. Oh, jeez, yeah. you'd have seven. So you'd have a two lane highway then. from Sydney from Melbourne to Brisbane, but yeah. they give it to everyone else, and it doesn't make any. That doesn't go anywhere. Like, yeah. Yeah. Well, speaking of numbers, it's actually very large and incomprehensible. the same menu? Well, oh, what? Well, I went to, I went to an the OTR road. once and yep. I, uh, I, I asked if, they, if I could have some bacon and eggs Right. and I was informed that they don't do bacon and eggs. No. But no. they were very helpful because yep. he said, I can do some poached eggs with a side of bacon. To which I was thrilled because I actually got my bacon and eggs. Yeah. Oh, dear. You can't, you can't walk past that bullshit, can you? You can't. <laughs> it happened. You know, one of the things that amazes me, like the two of you, well, I've been driving around this great country of ours for quite some time and uh, been to more than one roadhouse and some of the rubbish that you encounter in some of the roadhouses just diabolically stupid, isn't it? Yeah. 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 I mean, now there's some really good roadhouses out there, and there are some really, really terrible ones out there. There are some ones that have changed over these. I used to like to stop at the BP at Grafton. That was one of my favourites. Yeah, for sure. Um, and I used to like to stop at uh, the BP at Wallabatter. That was all right. That's at just where? north of Mor- at Wallabatter, just north of Wallabatter. Days are gone in there, like they, they balled that up. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I'm, 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 I'
Yeah. My, my other half just sent me a text message. She's going to call in, she said. Yeah, right. She's over in Perth, so we're on opposite sides of the country today, mate. She's been oh, on. she'd be happy I, about that, mate. Eh? I know, I'm fairly sure she's happy, mate. I uh, have to put up with my snoring and the dog's snoring. Dog's not on the couch. Was that your dog's barking in the background there earlier, Mike? Or? It, it was, mate. They've been a little bit feral. No, I know. They're not be on the couch. So, no, well, so well, they're well. out of control, are they? Because Ray's not here. She yeah. is too. Yeah. Here, Rose is here. Look, yeah. Hello, Rose. Oh, hello. You're How live, are you? You're live now. <laughs> oh, hello, boys. Hello, everyone. <laughs> not, that's not hello, boys, as in. Hello, boys. Hello, boys. Hello, boys. Hello, boys. I was yeah, a little excited right. there, too. Hang on, Rose. I'm in your time zone, and, and I've only had a couple of stubbies, so you can't have said you've had too many beers already because it's only. Oh, I've nothing. had a I've had a wine that's. It. Yeah, I just phoned and to check on Michael. Oh, yeah. Ooh, yeah. Michael! Yeah. Michael! Yeah. Yeah. Well, that sounds like he's in trouble. Yeah, oh, guy, be quiet. You, you, you will. Me and the tech guy will be quiet. You get into him, right? Yeah. Oh, I'm just wondering how he's. I just wondered how he's coping. He's been unsupervised for a week. I want to know if you've done the dishes. You get into him, Rose. I'll back you up. Have you done them dishes, Mike? I'll the dishwasher, the, the dishwasher's loaded. I've, everything's, everything's cool. The washing's done. I've even made the bed. Did you I, load I, the dishwasher I, properly, I'll start, though? Rose, I'll, I'll start, Rose. Mike, just yeah. because you packed the dishwasher, doesn't you have to unpack it. That's what we tell mm. our kids, Rose. Right. That's, that's what we tell our kids. Yeah, that's true. Uh, he's at, to, to be fair, he's pretty good at doing the clearing up. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, yeah. Well, you know, oh. there, there are two people in every relationship. There's one who stacks the dishwasher like a Swedish architect, and the other yep. one who stacks the dishwasher like a raccoon on meth, apparently. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm the meth. And same with, same with hanging the washing out. Like, my, my lovely oh. wife, she'll ring in now because I'll pay her out on the road radio Saturday yeah. night shed session. I don't like if it dries on the line. It doesn't matter how it gets hung out. Hey, no, it's got to no, it's got to look all right while it's look, on look, the line. Look at the country go ballistic just because I you, hang it out different. Now, it Colette's going to ring in. Dries on the line. <laughs> <laughs> That's your dead mate, now, buddy. No, no, there's a certain way you hang on, hang the things out on the line. So all your delicate are at the back of the line. You're delicate. Or on, all you no, delicate. delicate. So the aunties and the bras, those sorts of things. Yeah. No. The delicate. Well, my mum told me in there, she'll ring in. You're not oh. listening, Yogi. Oh, oh, oh. Delicate. Oh, oh, oh. Jeez. <laughs> hey, We're Yogi. under attack now. You're supposed to be paying out Mike, not me. Yogi, Yogi, you know how you're very particular about the way you cook your four-minute eggs? There is a particular way to hang clothes out on the line. Now, if you right. have one of those rotary ones, then all your yep. delicates go in the middle. If you've got one of those fold-down ones on the wall, they go at the back. Mm. Okay? Yep. And this is the yeah. reason why, and then all your other clothes go, usually the, you know, your shirts and your pants and then your towels and and sheets and things go on the outside. And right. that's so people don't see your delicates when they're looking at the lungs because all the other folks behind them. 
I think you're. Uh, well, your undies might be bigger than your shirts, Yogi. What? Yeah. Oh, no. No, 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 no. They're not that big at the moment. How the hell did we go from trucking news to my underwear? How did that happen? Oh, I think your I'm wife not, did I'm, that. Well, I'm not talking about your underwear in specifically. I'm talking about hanging clothes on the line in a particular yeah. order. That's how they go. And you should have oh, the same coloured eggs on each sorry? article of, of um, laundry. No. No. Yes. Well, yes. I'll, I'll, I'll let you in a little, little, little bit of my uh, uh, way of doing it. Top by the bottom and bottom by the top. Okay. No. That makes no sense. Mm. No, usually, yeah, tops, yeah, tops at the bottom because you're supposed to peg yep. them so that yep. you know, the peg marks won't show. If Correct. Top by the bottom, bottom by yeah. the top. All done. Yeah. Mine just right. used to get hung by the way they fitted on the, the string across the cab in the cab over. Yeah, all yeah, that, that. Yeah. And I was I never really worried about what people thought of my underwear. <laughs> I don't do clotheslines very well. I actually use the dryer. I just sort of... Yeah, my, yeah, my, yeah. Oh, I'm into I, that too. Oh. Yeah. Like so you're, you're ruining our environment. Yeah. I like I like open the door. We've got our dry side by side with washing machine and tape the door out of the washer, into the dryer, press auto dry. When it finishes, you go and fold everything up, and if at that time I might go and have a shower, and I've got warm undies to put on. Yeah. Do you iron your shirts, Mike? Mike doesn't iron. No, I don't iron. His razor's pretty quick on that. What about you, Yogi? Uh, I don't iron them, and Amanda doesn't iron them, but we we do iron certain things. Yeah. I buy clothes based on the fact whether you have to iron them or not. Now, collet irons everything. But see, if you but hang she, them the right way yeah, on the line... But she's staying out of the argument. Yeah. She's just texted me that and she said, nope, I'm <laughs> leaving this well alone. Oh, come on, girl. Come on. She's, a, she's a perfectionist. She doesn't iron my underwear. I'll give her that. No, yeah. no, I wouldn't iron the underwear either. My mother used to iron pillowcases. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. Oh, Blondie will get on this then. So, so you have to iron pillowcases, and you've got to have thirteen of them on the bed. Yeah. <laughs> not twelve. <laughs> not ten. <laughs> not eight. No, you have, 13. no, you have to have uneven numbers look better. Yes. Yeah. We have five. We have five on our bed. Nah. Is that enough? Four. Yes. That's plenty. Is that enough? We got four. four. And, and, you, and you have to have a throw rug as well. So no. No, that's ridiculous. No, no yeah. the rug's on the bottom of the bed to keep your feet warm, Mama. Yeah, well, I know. It just, it works. It just no, works. It's, no, hey, Rose, the dog's been keeping his feet warm since you've been home. Uh, been away. Yeah, I've heard that. <laughs> <laughs> I think I've been delegated to the spare room. Yeah, yeah that's right. No dog's on the couch, but... Yeah, you oh, probably get more love from the dog anyway. Oh, they probably get more love from the dog on the being oh, on the bed. The dog's always happy to see me. It wags its tail. You don't wag your tail. No. We don't have tails. See. Oh, yeah. no, I don't oh, have to oh, be happy. So you, are you glad your husband's still alive? Huh?
my husband's not alive. <laughs> oh, it depends which one you're talking about. I've got one that's dead, one that one that's still alive, unfortunately, and um, and then there's mine. Oh, you yeah, couldn't Craig, hope for Craig, a better answer Craig, there, eh? Craig, Craig, yeah. for the record, you did that. I know. You, I no know. one else. You did that. All right. and, uh, I am laughing. What about you, Mike? Are you still laughing? <laughs> well, I'm, I'm glad that you opened that door. No, no. Yeah. I'm, I'm just sitting yeah. here. And I'm seriously sitting here with my head in my hands at the moment. Oh, my God. Did you really do that? We really need a YouTube on how to interview guests. Oh. Really? <laughs> yes, we need that. Oh, was, was I supposed to be being interviewed? Sorry. No, no you, you rang in and you're a guest yes. on the road radio on the Saturday oh, yeah. Night Shed session. Yep. So we should ask you structured questions. So, you know. okay. so, yeah. so just, a, just, a, just a quick recap where we've got in this last 15 minutes. We've gone from, <laughs> from truck and road news, we've gone from truck and news to watching to underpants. Yeah. And now my marital status. Yeah. No, it was my marital status, not yours. Yeah. Well, well, well we cooperated too. I'll say our marital status. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, fair enough. Um, because, well, see, like Rose and I say, uh, I call Rose my wife because it's just easier than explaining it to everyone. You say your partner. Yeah, I run, I run with partner. I like partner. But Rose and I have been, we've been together, what, 14 years now, Rose? Is it 14? Oh. Yeah, no, I'm trying, yeah, yeah, give or take. Yeah. I could have been out on good behaviour. Does that mean I'm out soon? Yeah, you're out soon. No need to go back. Get out on good behaviour soon, if you like. Yeah, okay, cool, okay. So, uh... I'll do it. No? I said that's something to look forward to, isn't it? Well, how about I rephrase a question? Rose, are you happy Mike's still alive? Hey, that guy with the wind. Who thought that would be so bloody hard? <laughs> one job, you lot. Like one, one job. Ask one, a question. One ask job. I did ask a question. A yeah, but it yeah, was an open-ended question, see, and yeah. I just jumped yeah. in. So, Rose, what do you think about world peace? <laughs> and what's your special <laughs> talent? Yogi, I think there should be more of it. Well, world peace, right? Oh, world peace. Good on you, good people. We're on the road radio. Ring in All if you right. want this sort of level of uh, 0491 825 633. Ring in if you want this sort of level of questioning. Oh, oh okay. I think I've just been signed off. Okay. No, no, no we'll no, still no, talk. No, 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 no. no. Yeah, every, every 15 minutes, we've, we've learned this at Radio School 101. We've got to say the radio number every 15 minutes. Yeah. Okay. Would, All right. I won't take would... that personally then. What we were talking oh, no. about, Rose, before before you dialed in, we were talking about the fact that Viva Energy has bought the OTR group. So all those BP service stations yes. that we used to stop at going over to Perth yes. are, are all now owned by Viva. And we were talking oh, about right. the we were talking about so we were talking about the level of food quality that you used to get and how it's uh, changed over time. Yeah. 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 And and remember the last time we stopped. It's a journey, the only thing you could buy in there was plastic food. You couldn't buy real food in there. Absolutely, yep. yep. Oh, terrible. And, and, the the one at, and the one at Norseman, that went from like really, really good food, yeah. like you would you didn't mind paying for a decent feed there, to not yeah, being able to, all there. you got was something that had been sitting in the Bay Marie for like a day and a half. Yeah. 
after David Paul. Well, that's what it looked like anyway. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, they float there. They, they get a bit, bit, bit round and round there. So, yeah. 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 Yeah, it was all right, as I say, it was all right when David Paul had it after that. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. It used to be enjoyable to stop there for a feed. Yeah. Yeah. Where else, where else was it? We used to stop at the BP at the, at the border, and Ollie, Ollie used to catch uh, a bit of roast beef and a container there. And yep. I'd stop there and get a tasting sambo or something. Yep. And we yeah, they do, they actually do really good racing tape there at the border. Yeah. yeah. And oh, Port, yeah. Port Augusta, we used to stop sometimes. Yeah. Yeah, we're willow good. tree. I like willow tree as well. That's another yeah. You like willow tree? Yeah, nice. we were used to. Yeah, used to. Yeah. Me and Amanda used to stop there when we were trucking. Willow, willow tree. tree. Yeah. Mm. Well, willow tree is not a bad little radius. Well, all about it is just north there. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So, but anyway, I've got out. to go back on to Nan, Nana Judy, so I'm going to leave you boys to it. I'm sorry, I can't listen. You can or you won't or. No, no. Right, just, just just recap the list of jobs you had for him, so we all know. Unpack and there's a the record. dishwasher. Unpack yep. the dishwasher. Look, all yeah. I ask is that if he's made a mess, clean it up, clean it before I get home. Great. And and I'll be home on Tuesday morning, so you've got two days to get it back to spick and span. That's all I can say. That's that's all we ever ask of our children. It's going, to, it's going to take me two days to get a stick and span. I've got oh, the oh, Now, do, now do, we, do, you lot do, this, do you lot do this, what we're, me and Amanda are doing at the moment? The kids ask us, when you be home? Well, we might be home. Like the Telstra guy, we might be turning up between 8 a.m. and 5 p.m. Yeah. Oh, okay. So whatever, whatever jobs you're going to do, get it done. Because yeah. we might be home between 1 and 8 yeah. <laughs> <laughs> is that, is that why your daughter was looking for you earlier? Yeah, I know. I feel like he's ringing crime stoppers. Have you seen my dad? Like one eight hundred lost dad. Well, we don't have any kids here at home tonight. They're all gone. I'll let the cat out of the bag. Well, I'll let the guinea pig out of the cage. She actually got a guinea pig today, and she wasn't home, and she didn't know, and now she knows, and it's not a surprise. Was it a replacement, though? Yeah, it was. The other one died. Yeah, Did she know it died? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It was oh, so it's all about board then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But Amanda surprised her by buying a guinea pig today. <laughs> she didn't know. And I thought she was inside. And yeah. she wasn't inside. Anyway, she knows she's got a guinea pig. No. So, you were left holding the guinea pig, were you? I, I wasn't because I was in the shed. I mean, that's the oh, thing. Like, if you, if you don't know where I am, I'm in the lost dad's thing <laughs> out in the shed. Oh, okay. Yep, fair enough. At oh, least they're listening, Yogi. That's a good thing. All right. Right, all right. Good Thanks good for calling in, Rose. Oh, you're very right, welcome. Right. Hello, hello from the Western States. Oh, yeah. States. State. Sorry, we missed Sorry? that, Mike. You. You, were. Well, you, haven't been, you haven't been drinking warm emu while you've been over there, have you? You're not, you're not oh, going to come back soon. Gosh, no, no, no. Not about 35 degrees. I've been having a nice drop of wine each night Glenn, out of Glenn's collection, so it's all good. Right. Yeah, it is, it is a good collection. Went to, went to the Perth Zoo yesterday. That was an experience. Was it? Yeah, it was nice. Enough How was, was, so was Northridge good or did you not enjoy the... Northbridge, wrong zoo. 
<laughs> anyway, that's a local joke. You none of you will get it across oh, today. Oh, okay, no, about. sorry. Righto. <laughs> Went to the Perth City Zoo. I think that's what it was called. Oh, yeah. And it was it was it was nice. It was like just walking through a park. It was the only the only thing that I I thought that the orangutans could have had a more natural looking habitat. They've got nice big poles and things to climb up, but it's it's all cement and metal and everything. And I just thought we're broke, yeah, obviously. Okay. Yeah. But I just thought that you know it would have been nicer to see them in a more naturally. Yeah. The vines yeah. and the tree things. But anyway, but apart from that, that's my only criticism. Apart from that, I enjoyed the rest of it very, very much. Great. Come on. There you go. All right, then. Thanks, All right, Rob. Thank you for All coming. Right, guys. We'll cut to, we might cut to a quick chair. Sounds uh, like a good idea. We'll all talk again soon, right? eh? Okay, thanks, guys. Bye. It's been you look at me.
Yeah. Who was that? That was Van Hagen Ladies. Right, eh? <laughs> what do you know about them? Van Hagen Ladies. I don't know. I can't remember. Van Hagen Ladies. Week. One week. One week. We were having a conversation about Van Hagen Ladies earlier this week. We were. We were talking really? about Yeah, mm. that old film star Storm and Daniels we were talking about. And yeah. Do we... Little is it, you know, um... A, a PG parental guidance recommendation if you talk well, about being naked lady. No, just so naked. That was that. Here's a useless fact about Stormy Daniels, right? You want to know what Hey, it's Mike here, and you're listening to On the Road Radio. Join us Saturday night, seven o'clock, for the Saturday night session. We're doing music requests. You can email us, Mike at ontheroadradio.com.au. You can text us. Or you can ring in and talk to us live on 0491 825 The Saturday night session live. Share the week and a beer with us. See you there. Hey, my name's Rod Hennefy, the current president of the National Road Freighters Association. And if you're a driver that wants things changed, who's going to do that for you? Uh, no one else can. You've got to take part. Consider joining the NRFA and helping us achieve those things. Join up and make a difference. Safe travelling. This is Dane Sharp, and you're listening to On The Road. Hey, my name's Rod Hennefy, the current president of the National Road Freighters Association. And if you're a driver that wants things changed, who's going to do that for you? Uh, no one else can. You've got to take part. Consider joining the NRFA and helping us achieve those things. Join up and make a difference. Safe travelling. This is Dane Sharp, and you're listening to On The Road. You're listening to On The Road Radio. Hey, my name's Rod Hennefy, the current president of the National Road Freighters Association. And if you're a driver that wants things changed, who's going to do that for you? Uh, no one else can. You've got to take part. Consider joining the NRFA and helping us achieve those things. Join up and make a difference. Safe travelling. Have you seen Trump's wife? Yeah, Melania. Mike. Why? Yeah, exactly. But see, I suppose it's one of those things like that. If, if you live in a world that someone like Donald Trump lives in, he's got all that money and all that power and all the rest of it. I honestly don't know why he bothered becoming president because he'd have been better off sitting in his bloody room in Trump's house, personally, I reckon. But, you know, you, you sort of get that level of, you know, like, I suppose... You've got the desire for these sort of things. You have the opportunity and the financial wherewithal to take what you want. It's as simple as that. Yeah, I'd, I mean, I'd have a crack at being president if I could. Would you? Really? Yeah, why not? Because you'd always be mad. You wouldn't mad. I wouldn't do it. It really matter, doesn't matter who, who, what you do. You're always yeah. going to piss someone off, aren't you? Well, yeah, president, mean, president, president of Australia. President of Australia? Yeah, would be good. I'll take that. Oh, 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 OK, look, let's do this. We've got 25 minutes to the top of the hour. We're going to play the news again. Let's mm-hmm. get off the Trump stuff. Let's talk about what we would do if we ran Australia. If you could run Australia, anything. If you were the dictator of Australia, we've got a couple already, but if you were the dictator of Australia, what would you do? Yogi? What would be the very first thing that you would do? Well, well, well I use proper terminology and not refer to myself as a dictator. <laughs> well, we've got to be the leader. The leader. Right, right, right. Exhibit A. Exhibit A. They don't mind being dictators, so. 
when when you finish work at a retirement age or whatever it is, 65, what's the retirement age? You boys are closer than me, so... 56. Oh, shot fired. Shot fired. Add a little bit of thorny port. Shot fired here. What is it? Check off. 56, isn't it? I don't know. 67. I don't think I'll ever get there the way years are going. The way that well, the seven, right, eh? So once you get to 67, the first oh, thing that I do... I'll die in the traces a little bit. Anyway, go on. Yeah, well, it, like, you've retired, right? So you've paid yep. your taxes, you've done your dues. Yep. Once you work after 67, don't pay tax. So that's the first thing you would do. So retire yep. until... Never, ever, ever, yep. Never pay yep. tax again. Well, you know, whether you're working 40 hours, things you, you work 40 hour a week, yep. you're allowed to work a 40 hour, no more than 40 hours, or maybe even 30 hours a week. Yep. And no tax. You get money for whatever you can work. If you can make $100 an hour, take it. No tax. Yep. No care. tax. That's not a bad policy. What else? What are you going to do? Uh, how are you going to go with uh, the national defence strategy? Are we going to argue the point with China? For, for anything national defence, I refer to utopia. Are we going to have a love? A, working a love, dog, a working love. dog would become my national defence strategy because they oh, know exactly oh, oh, what's going on in there. Oh, there you go. Let's oh, talk that out. Well, yeah. That that, that railway line down um, there. Inland railway line sounds like a nation building Australia project. It does, doesn't it? And it does. And, exa- and, and, and who are we trying to protect here? Who are we trying to protect here? Should I just say the word we... and you just nod? No. Yeah. yeah. We've, got nod. To, we've got to put it out to the listeners, eh? Like, not everyone would know what we're talking about here with Utopia. Yeah, you Google it up. Like, Google it, it, watch it. It's on Utopia. Netflix. Um, Utopia. <laughs> And if you've never oh. worked within government, yeah. this gives you the the truth. Exactly the truth. Yeah. It's a it is so error. close. And if you to think the they're full of shit, yeah. they're not. Yeah, it's a political satire, it is. So <laughs> Rob Sitch uh, is the guy with the, the sort of the, the uh, one of the lead actors in it. And working dog, eh? Working dog. And I've got to tell you, I mean, I find it wildly amusing. I've been watching Rose has not been home, obviously. You know, she's visiting our, our uh, young bloke in Western Australia and the beautiful grandchildren there. So yeah. I, I've, I've stayed here to babysit the dogs. Um, <laughs> that's a fair distribution of work. Um, but, so Rose doesn't like, Rose doesn't like things like um, a political satire. I don't anyway. I know. I'm watching it. I'm laughing my ass off. You sort of caught between laughing and then realising, hey, this this is probably what does happen. And then rolling. Yeah, it's on actually on true. Of it. It's just yeah. reality, you know. <laughs> and it's really sad. Right. So, so, uh, so what else? Next one. Next one. I got. I got. Uh, 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 what, what else? You, what else? Voting. Voting. Voting is not compulsory. Yeah. Right. Yeah, I'm on, on that one too. Yeah, so you, you want you want a, you want a choice. You go to the poll and you make the choice. Right, eh? So there we go. You're going to scrap the preferential voting as well as you're going to go to first yep. past the post. Yeah, I'm sick to death of people getting 33% and get a participation award and a little ribbon that says you turned up, so therefore you can run the country. Yeah, sick of it. Yeah, 
Yeah. Like if you want to run the country, you get 78% of the vote or 82% of the vote and you make it work for it. You actually want to run the country. Yeah. So, so that you're talking about when you, we wouldn't end up in the situation where we are now with, uh, with uh, a Prime Minister that uh, probably didn't have the support of the vast majority of people, is that what you say? Oh, well, yes, correct. Mm. I, 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 I agree, I'm, I'm fairly, I'm, I'm a bit torn about the whole political system. I just, right now, I think they're just two wings of the same bird. Or two cheeks yeah, of the same so, ass. It doesn't really matter. You know, well, the, what, what I want to hear, what I want to hear for the Australian political system mm. is some kind of, you know, I don't know, foreign country coup, like Spanish coup, where someone overtakes the parliament and actually gets so you the ball and starts running it. Uh, ASIO, I, ASIO could be listening to you now. So we're not, I will say that we are not advocating a coup. Settle down, Yogi, all right? Well, what, what do you call it then? Or should we call it... Some kind of yeah. defence strategy mechanism. We don't, want to, we don't want to get blamed for anything like, you know, January 6th on, on the road radio, all right? <laughs> I, I mean, uh, while, I, while I would laugh my ass off, if, if someone came out of the woodwork with, you know, pictures of some of our politicians in compromising situations and was bad enough to make them resign, although I don't think any of us, they all got their skins to oh. if they wouldn't resign. If one of our politicians, if one of our politicians got done for screwing Stormy Daniels, he'd say, "Yep, done that. Great. He wasn't that fantastic. You, Let's move on." You wouldn't survive that in Australia. You wouldn't. They'd pass a law to say that if, you know they feel victimised. Yeah. Who would? Yeah. The politicians. Well, the politicians are victimised. Yeah, the politicians. Yeah, yeah you know, Tell you what, I can't <laughs> I'd love to have a robust conversation on the bike shed with some of them, let me tell you. God, do it. But anyway, what am I going to do? Uh, well, I, look, to be perfectly honest with you, there's, there's, people wouldn't like some of my prescriptions, mate. They really wouldn't. Right. Like I, I've got and so look, many... I, 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 I'm okay with paying tax. I, like, and, and because my dad was in full-time care, like, yeah. he had good care. Like, there yeah. was a lot, there's a lot going on in that health system that is really bad that needs yeah. to be changed. Yeah. You know, but, you know, I, I, I don't care about paying tax because yeah. sun gets up, sun goes down, you've got to pay taxes, but far well, look, out. I don't want leave the tax. people alone after after 60-odd years of, yeah. you know, or, or 45 years of tax. working. Like, leave them tax. alone. Mm. Yeah. We've got, to pay, we've got to pay tax, we've got to pay our fair share. I don't have a problem with any of that. What yeah. grinds my gears about it, though, is the tax that we do pay that should be spent on some things that gets pissed up the wall by bullshit like Albo flying around all over the world and giving it to people in other countries. That pisses me off. No okay. Well, why, do we even have a dog in the fight there? Why are we giving those guys money? Well, why maybe we're worried about we Putin blowing shit up. Really? <laughs> no, I'm not. I'm not. I think it's I think it's fantastic. Oh, I think there's no geez. war there when when the boss of Ukraine's on the front cover of Time magazine. I don't think there's a war if you've got enough time to have a photo shoot on Time magazine. Now, when an American president flies into an active war zone, you've got to ask questions about how active it is, don't you? Yeah. I mean, every man his bloody dog's been there for a photo shoot. 
Yeah, that's right. And he's left left to have photo shoots. And, that, so. and, the, and the little grub's got his hand out rattling the tin all the time. We have sent military hardware over there. They've, had, they've blown a couple of nothing, apparently. A couple of bush masters. Don't even start me. It's just bullshit. Absolute bullshit. I think it's, it's amazing where they can place a missile through mm. the window mm. of a hospital or, mm. or a childcare centre but they can't knock off a dictator president. <laughs> yeah, right. well, Surely you're someone right. can tech find guy. out where tech that guy. bloke tech is. Guy. Tech guy, a little bit late to the conversation, but the tech guy, bang on the money. Absolute bang on the money. Well, you you know, know, we've, been, we've been putting harpoon missiles through the windows of things since bloody Iraq in the early 90s. So there's no, yeah. you know, there's no, uh, no secret in the fact it can be done if someone chooses to do it. Yeah, now, you do have to. Think, yeah. I actually think that I actually think that Ukraine is the greatest money laundering scam of all time. That's just my wow. Opinion. Yeah, I know. And then and then I'll make their Putin's like you know what? You can all bugger off. Yeah, yeah. Like, can you hear the SWAT team suiting up in the background to come and arrest me now, can you? Yeah, I can. I can actually. Just make sure you get the dishes unpacked before Rose comes home. <laughs> Yeah. So what else would what, what would what would we do? What would the, be the first thing I would do? The first thing I would do would be stop spending money on crap. A balanced budget. That would be the first thing I would do. So the first law I would pass if I if I was in charge is I would say the government has to pass a balanced budget unless unless we're actually at war. Wow, that's nearly impossible. And that would that would mean so we would, so really what? Have to, we would have to prioritise what we're spending our money on. So, so the, the the idea of me and Amanda doing a budget where we have to have balance of incomings and outgoings. Yeah. No, really? No. <laughs> no. So what you're sort of going there is maybe these people making decisions should have skin in the game well, and actually made problem. their own money decision. Are you yeah, saying well, that? Well, I'm saying, what I'm saying is that we should decide to spend our money on things that are of importance to this country. Right? I'd be making Australia great. That's what I'd be doing. Ooh, you know, let's I, get a hat printed up. We should get a hat printed up. I, look, I'm a writing, there's no doubt about that. Before the, before the election, I looked at the, at the transport policies and I wrote an article that said maybe Labor have got a better transport policy. For Australia, yeah. and, and, and in my opinion, they did, right? And yeah. I was not the only one with that opinion, right? I don't just go ahead and write this crap because uh, I think that, you know, some wild idea of stuff I've talked about, you know, you form your ideas by talking to people. So, yeah. you know, I came to the conclusion that the Labor policy, and, you know, my mate, Ben Searle, I'm happy to call him right even though he sits on the other side of the fence to me politically. We've got a lot in common when it comes to transport, and I was very, very happy to see the Labor Party getting simply because of the platform on the transport. I didn't vote for all this other crap that's going on, though. All this voice, all this bloody overseas trips, all this pissing our money up the wall of Ukraine. I didn't vote for any of that stuff. Yeah, and, no, that's our bit. Well, we if get... I, it, well, if I look at what they've done now uh, with respect to... But, but the other side would have done the same. Yeah, that's nothing. right. Yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah, you don't, you don't get in. There's no such thing as a conviction politician now. Pauline Hanson and Malcolm Roberts, um, yeah. and Jacinta Price from Alice Springs. 
no one listens. Yeah. Talk about having a voice. They've got a bloody voice. You've got 11 Indigenous members of Parliament. What they, what they haven't got is they haven't got anyone that listens. Hmm. Yeah. Jeez, that's, yeah, that's a harder one to change, isn't it? Oh. Yeah. Well, you, no, you, you've got people that listen, but you're not saying the right things that they want to hear. Yeah, yeah, well, I don't know. There's been a hell of a lot of uh, memes and things like that floating about, and, you know, there's there's one where... Uh, whose dogs are those barking? They'd they be yours, yours. not mine. No, they're not mine. They're not mine. No, it's my dog. <laughs> <laughs> Exactly. Well, he's maybe, a Sassy, right? He's maybe, an eight-year-old Sassy. He's got maybe, one job. When a car turns up, bar. Maybe right. there's a little politician or a SWAT team pulling into At least he's doing his well, job. Yeah, yeah, it looks like an unmarked car floating in that's, uh, you know, <laughs> my name is um, not Yogi. Um, but, yeah, you're right. So, we, I mean, we like, our seat down here is a safe seat, and it's always a preferential vote. Yeah. So what, what, why be in a safe seat? Why don't we vote? Well, I would never say green, but you know, do something different. But are, are you voting against a party or against a policy change? Like, who's got the right policy? Well, I don't think anyone's got the right policy at the moment. I mean, you've only got to look at the body way we're going. I don't honestly think of all the people I talk to, and I talk to hundreds of people all the time. I have never met anyone that say to me they are happy with things the way they are. Mm. Not one. So, do you know who yeah, I'd vote so for we, and what I would wish for? What, what's that? What would you do, Craig? I would, I would uh, wish for we change the way we think about housing, that it mm -hmm. can never be used as an investment, but can mm -hmm. only be used as shelter. So you can't have a house to make money, it's just shelter. And won't that rock the socks off a lot of people? That's a very, that's a very lefty housing. Thing housing should very never lefty. be used as an investment or a way to make money. It should only be ever looked at as shelter. How are you going to make that happen? Tell me how that happens. You won't now. You won't now. Don't ask me that, Mike. You you need a serious collapse of the economy to ever make that happen. But there we are. A house should not a house should not be worth a million bucks. It's as simple no, as that. Or it should be worth progressively more than what you know. Wait, you've been up north, Mike. Hey, like how many people bought a three bedroom, five row house in Carrasta for eight hundred thousand dollars? Yeah, it's ridiculous. But that that policy was made like in the in the late seventies, early eighties, that you could start using a home as an like a tool to buy another yeah. house and yeah. then you could negative gear it. They they seriously made some big changes there to monetary policy that have now the it's all coming home to roost. Like Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. A house just should yeah. not be worth a million bucks. Look, that should well, not be the standard. And well, that's where well, our problems well, lie. Not not with our how much we earn or how much we've got to pay for a car. It's how much we pay for shelter. Yeah, well. Yeah. So we solved the problems of the country. Right, good. Let's move on. The problems of transport. If you could change one thing in transport today, draw a line in the sand and say, this is law from now on, what would it be for you, Yogi? 45-foot maximum trailers. The rest, put everything you want in the front of it. 
So we could have yeah. we could have the uh, big Volvo V and L front of it or something with a big ARI or a double eagle yeah. sleeper on it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. If you if you're if you think you can get around mm-hmm. the city of attack, that's on you. Yep. Yep. So if you, if you cock up and you end up calling a tow truck and get a ticket, too too bad, so sad. Yeah, you did it. You did it. But yep. you can have whatever you want in front of your maximum forty five foot trailer. Well, that'd piss all the Woolies guys, the Lidbox and Pittamores guys off with their 53 footers, wouldn't it? Yeah, yeah, don't care. Don't care? Right, mate, no, cool. Don't care. Craig, what would you do, mate? If you could change... And, 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 and with the, with the, you know, with the bloody bunk above the cab, I hope your pillow falls on your head. Indeed. <laughs> Absolutely. You're right there. Absolutely. Can you believe they actually let them do that? Oh, well, would you, would you see who was written on the side? They've obviously got cash. Oh, we ruined we ruined the transport industry purely and simply by maximising trailer length yeah. right then. Yeah. Literally, the, when that rolled out the door, yeah. that is when you're all done. You you won't come back from this. So yeah. it's a pivotal moment in transport history. Like you were talking there to Tech Guy about Audi. It was a pivotal moment then. There, we maximised the trailer loading to minimise the driver comfort. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, uh, 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 driving these bloody cab over Kenworths a little bit. Right, I no, they were SL, SL Volvos. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm here. They weren't even a big cab Volvo. They, they were round town trucks yeah. with a freaking bunk on the roof. Yeah, no, I'm here. I know what you're talking about, but I mean, you look at the, the truck the truck design of, of anything cab over in this country. You know, it's, it's, it's a butter box. With a, with, a, with a little box, oh shit, we've got to put a driver in there somewhere, yeah. you know, and that's that's the way they are. So what would you change? Uh, first first thing, first thing I yeah. would do. Is... Oh yeah, you only have to change one thing at the moment, just one. <sighs> that's really hard. All right. It'll be about an aerodyne. No, it won't. It will be. It will be. No, it won't. <laughs> It'll actually be about changing the work work diary regulations. Right, and what would you change about that? <laughs> this is a can of worms. This comes, this, this, we, we said one this comes thing to the WA thing, doesn't it? This is no, no. a strip poker where you no, can work your way through level. Quite simple. Yeah. I would change it from you don't need a work diary, but you need to abide by workplace health and safety regulations. So, uh, uh, the Western Australian yeah. system on the East Coast, is that what you're saying? Ah, oh, welcome aboard, you Eastern State. Yep. Well, I've said I've said that out loud several times. Yeah. I don't I don't have a problem with it. I've mm. I've copped so much shit over mm. supporting electronic work diaries, and yeah. it's got nothing to do with supporting electronic work diaries. It's for minimising the risk of a fine. But yep. but my idea would be to take that out because it does not manage fatigue. Yeah. It just manages yeah. a diary. And yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, no, welcome, welcome aboard. Yeah, welcome aboard. After that, a lot of other things will change. Yeah, you know the, so, the first thing I would change if I could change one thing, one thing only, one thing. I would ban kilometre rates for drivers. Oh, we've, me and you have had this discussion. Jeez. So no more K rates. Everyone gets paid by the hour with penalties and. RDOs and sick days and holidays, there is no more kilometre rates at all in the story. So, yeah, everyone gets paid for what they do. I can agree with that. 
and you know what? Everything else would be fixed from that. I have a dry propane <laughs> by the hour. I can't, I can't, I can't agree with that. You're, you're, you're an owner driver. You can do what you bloody like, mate. I'm talking about, I'm talking about for employed drivers. So if you're an employer driver, it gets paid by the hour. As an owner driver, you've got skin in the game. You should be able to do what you like. You shouldn't even have a logbook in my opinion. Yeah. Well, if you, if you haven't had a logbook fine in 10 years, why do you actually need a logbook? Well, oh, we, don't tell, we don't tell some bloke driving a milk uh, owning a milk bar how, how late he can work for. If you own a 7-Eleven, you can work as much as you like. We don't tell them that. Like you said, Pete, there are consequences for actions. So if you're an owner driver and you're driving your own truck, and you're doing work in your own business, whether it's for customers or whoever it's for, if you're driving your own truck as an owner driver, in my opinion, you shouldn't have a logbook. And the reason why you shouldn't have a logbook is because you've got skin in the game. Whether that truck stays on its wheels or not is entirely up to you. If it ends up poked into the scenery, it's your business that's down the toilet. Yeah, I like, I like what you're saying there. I like what you're stepping in. I like, right, it. So I like it. It's your house that's on the line. If you're up to doing a second load or an extra load or you want to work 18 hours a day, go your hardest. But if it, if it goes sideways, it's on you and it's your boss. But if you're an employed driver, if I'm working for you, then you don't have that same right to get me to do that sort of stuff. And if, and if I choose to do it, then I get paid by the hour to do it. For every hour I work, penalty rates, overtime rates, rest of days off, sick days, the whole nine yards. Problem solved. The rates, the, the rates would fix themselves. So that was your one thing, Mike. One thing: ban the K rates. Yeah. All the rest follows on. Yeah. yeah, I think a lot of us just got to get over it, mate. Like, you know, we we put stuff in fridge vans. Yeah. Look, leave these Melbourne. It's got to be in Sydney the next day. It's in a yep. fridge. You know, if you if you go to Woolies and you buy some lettuce, and yep. it's in a bag. And yes. you put it in the fridge. Yes. Like, do you have this discussion then about we have to get the lettuce out of the fridge at 8 a.m. tomorrow morning and use it, yeah. or otherwise it's just going to turn to shit? Like, <laughs> do we do that? Like, oh, shit, we've got to have breakfast early because the lettuce is in the fridge. Like, it's in a fridge. fridge. You missed your time. Let you missed your time slot for breakfast. I'll tell you, the industry just needs to slap itself. It's just a joke. After the news. I was trying to do a bad pun there, you boys. Let us discuss this after the news. Right, eh? You want to have the news? You got the news queued up? You might play it. Hello, I'm Sean Bindley. Hello, I'm Sean Bindley. A man has been airlifted to hospital after being attacked by a crocodile in Queensland's far north. Emergency services were called to the scene in Cooktown just after one this afternoon where they located a man in his 40s with injuries to his head, shoulder and leg. He's receiving treatment for his injuries in Cairns Hospital and is in a stable condition. It's the second crocodile attack in the far north this week. Tax returns will be skinnier than they were last year for millions of Australians. Those earning up to $126,000 will be worse off with around $1,500 less in their pocket because of a tax offset being scrapped in the federal budget. Independent economist Chris Richardson says many won't see a supersized refund. About $11 billion less 
by way of refunds uh, in July, August, September than the matching periods last year. That's quite a lot. It's the equivalent if the Reserve Bank added a, a two extra interest rate rises out there. Westmead Children's Hospital has lost a top heart surgeon, further delaying plans to establish a dedicated transplant service in Sydney. And use Kim Cartwright takes a look. Dr Yishay Orr has resigned to take up a position at a children's hospital in Texas, which colleagues say is too good an offer to pass up. It leaves Westmead Children's Hospital with just two surgeons to perform all heart operations for critically ill infants and children. Staff have told the Herald the loss of a second paediatric cardiac surgeon in four years causes further delays for children needing care. It comes amid a staffing recruitment and retention crisis and record elective surgery waiting lists. Kim Cartwright, Air News. A 20-year partnership with the Save the Bilby Fund has been expanded for another decade. Siobhan Fay has the details. They're not quite as famous as the Easter Bunny, but the Bilby remains an iconic Easter Australian animal. In celebration of the festive weekend, the Queensland Government has announced a 10-year extension of their partnership with the Save the Bilby Fund. The marsupial is currently listed as vulnerable, with several predators threatening the animal. But the Bilby isn't just a cute creature, with one animal able to turn over 20 tonnes of topsoil annually, creating the perfect conditions for plants to germinate. Under the conservation program, more than 70 baby bilbies have been born in the last few years. It's all in an effort to create a long-lasting future for the small but mighty animal. People on the West Australian northwest coast between Caratha and Broome could be affected by a cyclone next week. A tropical low is expected to intensify in West Australian waters over the weekend. The Weather Bureau's Bob Tarr says conditions are favourable for the system to become a severe tropical cyclone. As we get out towards the early to middle part of next week, everything is lining up pretty well, so there's not really too much to hold it back. As long as it stays over the open water, it should become a cyclone and, and quite conceivably could become a severe tropical cyclone. And the final tally for the Royal Children's Hospital Good Friday appeal has hit a record-breaking $23,061,320. Executive Director of the Appeal, Rebecca Cowan, says people donated in a variety of ways. We've had collections all across the state, the CFA out there shaking tins. It's just such a connection with the appeal, as you know, the tin, the shaking, the tin shaking is just, yeah, everyone knows about that. But the online donations are increasing as well. This is Air News. In AFL today, the Adelaide Crows have defeated Fremantle by 39 points in Adelaide. The Crows too good in winning the game 17-9-111 to the Dockers 10-12-72. The Swans are hosting their bogey team Port Adelaide tonight, the Power having won their past six encounters. And round six of the NRL continues tonight. The Panthers are hosting the Sea Eagles and the Broncos are going for six straight wins when they take on the Raiders. Meanwhile, Michael Maguire says he's open to a return to an NRL head coaching role. The Premiership winning coach was dumped by the West Tigers last year and is now working as an assistant at the Raiders. Maguire says he's keen for another crack. Yeah, I really enjoy building teams and you know, obviously at some stage when the time's right, um, you know, what team that may be or where it may be, uh, we'll sort itself out. But I'm just really enjoying doing what I'm doing at the moment. And Jason Day's hopes of winning the Masters have taken a hit after a poor second round at Augusta. The Aussie slipped to sixth place. Place, seven shots behind the leader, Brooks Kepka.
He made two bogeys and a double bogey across the final four holes. They just missed some some short ones coming in, and unfortunately that's just how it goes sometimes, but I'm very disappointed with how I finished. So being decently close to where Brooks was going into the weekend, you never know how it goes, and obviously going from 9 to 5 was a bit of a kick in the gut. And Sam Kerr is in doubt for the Matildas' friendly clash with England on Wednesday. The Australian skipper sat out a 1-0 loss to Scotland last night. Australian... Here we go now. Well, we've, we've solved the problems in Australia. We've solved the problems in transport. Have we, though? I don't well, know. That, yeah, the problems. I'm surprised we haven't had anyone call in to say you're a full bunch of idiots and you don't know what you're talking about. But the problems can be solved with a strike of the pen. All the transport right. ones, certainly. Yeah. Every day of the week. Yeah. We don't need. We don't need anything. We just need some changes, minor changes, even to the Australian design rules. Yeah. Um, and to allow us to make those changes. I had a long conversation with Glenn Searle about length rules. In fact, it was part of my submission to the Senate. And uh, I mean, even Glenn will cop the fact that I did mention it to him. And the problem that we've got is we have these very rigid rules that are in, been in place for that long. And no one's brave enough to change it because they, they might not like the answers. That's what it comes down yeah. to. Yeah, maybe maybe we compulsory voting shouldn't be compulsory. Hey, well, see where we're going there. Let's just take the Volvo V and L for example. Someone said that that it was uh, a hundred millimeters too wide or something. Yeah. Now I'm sort of thinking a hundred millimeters, four inches. If you're that close, you've already got a problem. Haven't <laughs> uh, you? Yeah. Let's face it. <laughs> <laughs> and, and you can change. You can change a hundred millimetres just by how far you push your mirrors out. Yeah. I, I think, yeah. you know, and, and we end up with other stick, sticky little things like those, what do they call them, broomstick mirrors on the trucks in South Australia. You know, it's your favourite thing. Yeah. You know? It's I mean... There was a, there was a Morris Forum that we weren't going to talk about that unless I bag them out against South Australia, you dumb assholes, and broomstick mirrors. Right, give, it, give it to them, Yogi, about that. That is crap. But... Well, you there's know. no there's no ADR rule, right? And and the main thing, like the main thing about those mirrors is you've got to take your focus off the instrument and yeah. the mirrors and focus on another mirror yeah. off the line of the road. It's yeah. totally unsafe. Yeah, just so that you might uh, and mirrors. And if you've got those mirrors out, don't you have to have a pilot. No, you don't. See, that's the stupid thing about South Australia. They got four meters. You don't need a pilot. As long okay. as you've got mirror extension. Okay. But, but you're looking at your instruments, you're looking at the road, you look at your mirrors, and then you've yeah. got to look again at another mirror. <laughs> so it calculate, you calculate the time you're not looking at the road and looking forward. But there's no rule about looking... the size of the mirror can be. It can be the size of a bloody hand mirror with, with, yeah. um, with duct yeah. tape to a bloody broom end or just sort of yeah. tape on the... There's no rules about it. Correct. No, but it just looks ridiculous. And, and it's shaped in the wind. doesn't oh. matter how strong you make them. I've got alloy ones, yeah. alloy tubes, and, and I've got them pinned through an arc lift. Like, they're yeah. proper, like, and they shape. Yeah. Because the wind catches them. When you've got mirrors, spot mirrors, widened out a metre wider than your truck, mm. all they do is shape. But to be fair, like, you're driving a 910 worth, all that damn thing built would shape, isn't it, surely? 
Well, to be fair, you're out. <laughs> oh, look at you. Look at you go. Now, just remember what a 900 is. It's a 900. He's, he's coming from a man who's a 900. He's a 909 man. I don't think no, no, a 9-0 driver because I drive a 900. I'll tell you something for nothing. If the opportunity ever comes up for me to drive that black one, I'll do it happily because that is a classic piece of trucking gear, that thing. Well, with your attitude, it's slim, but anyway. Yeah, just yeah, just as well. I like you. All right. Yeah, yeah no, no, We've been mates for a long time. You're bloody lucky, I tell you. I know, I know. I, I tell everyone every time I say, "You know that Yogi Kendra bloke?" I say, "Yeah, I'm mates," and they'll say, "How lucky are you?" And I say, "Yeah." Yes, exactly. How lucky <laughs> are you? Are, are we well, back, Tech guy? What? Yeah, we're back. We're back. Sorry, sorry, we're back. We're back on air. We're back on air. Oh, thanks, mate. Thanks for pointing that out. I'm on the run now. It's all over. Whatever I say going forward. Sorry, mate. I was just trying to look up your song here. You text me. I was just, you know. Oh, get after it. That will be Bluegrass Evan, if you can put that on. Which one? Which one? Proudly brought to you by Next Journey and the Mid America Truck Show yeah. in Louisville, Kentucky. Oh, oh, good, some, good. I, I, I highly recommend if anyone can, wants to go, it is really, really worth going. Yeah, well, I wanted Simon to take me this year, but I didn't get a bloody invite. No, that's because I did. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, well, I mean, but don't get me wrong, well, Louisville never blew me, blew, blew me ears back. Like, it's not. But we were downtown and, you know, like I live in the country in Western Australia and, you know, we, we can see the neighbours, but you don't really care about them because they're just down the road. But, you know, like the lights and sirens all night, you know, and stuff like that. Like downtown Louisville never blew me ears back, but the truck show is really worth going to, you know. And the bars that we went to and the food that we ate, and it was good. And we went to um, the Slugger Museum, the Bat. They make oh! baseball bats. Oh, so that's yeah. where the little slug of baseball bats came from. Yeah, little slug of baseball So they make 4,000 baseball bats a day out of it. Seriously? It's crazy yeah. stuff. Yeah. It? It, is, it is one of the most maddest factory tours you'd ever do. And then, ironically, there's a, uh, a bourbon distillery right next to the bat factory. But anyway, you oh, can well, buy bats. And, and of course, it is. It's Louisville. So we bought bourbon and baseball bats. Awesome. I think and there's, and a, there's a brewery you, everywhere, though, isn't there? Hey? Everywhere there's a brewery. Thank no? I said, did you bring me back some bourbon? Yeah, I, I cannot confirm or deny that it won't get to your house, but I did bring <laughs> bourbon back, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> might, might go and have a little sip of that when I go inside and have dinner. Yeah, right smash of that little bourbon. So we, it was good. So, yeah, it was good, but... Well, and so at, at the at the um, at the Slugger factory, we, we managed to you could pay pay two dollars and and take a Slugger bat and go into yeah. the bullpen and hit a couple of bugs full. Right, eh? So yeah, so yeah. we went out, we went down there, and we were like, oh, get out here, going, you know, wouldn't mind ten inch. And she goes, I gotcha, I gotcha. As soon as we said, get out here, you going? She's like, in you go, there, you boys. See if you can hit this baseball. And I I did, I smashed every one of them. 
Well, I reckon really? one landed in Texas. I heard of that art, but it probably it would have went out of, out of play. But anyway, it was great. So, yeah, me and Simon had a swing of the bat, swing of a slugger bat. Yeah, it was great. So that well, that was they cool. from a machine or something, did they? Yeah, they say so yeah, that's just a, just a bullpen. So right. yeah, oh, oh mate, like just said, no mate that was standing there going, right, batter up, like, hey, can I mate our way and come here, right about oh right, you're not from Randy. No, not from Randy, you know, like all good. You can <laughs> when the arm nearly gets at the top, start swinging. Right oh bud. Is the arm coming up to throw the ball and you start leaning into it and doosh. Mac every one of them. I eat every one of them. I love it. It was great. We had a ball doing that. You went bowling as well. Yeah, so bowling so bowling was just a, a bit of a circumstance, you know, that we couldn't avoid. There was so we flew out of Louisville, Kentucky on Sunday afternoon, but there was a cyclone tornado. Yeah. So that that was at, we, the plane was an hour late leaving. We had about two and a half hours between connecting twice. Yep. Two hours, you know, which is plenty of time. They check the bag. You never see your bag again. You, you're connected. You just got to get from one airport to the next, right? So yeah. we had plenty of time. Anyway, lost an hour. Yeah, we still got time. So anyway, we sat on the runway for 10 minutes leaving Louisville. And then right. we flew in. We made up time. But we sat on the runway getting into Dallas, Fort Worth, Dallas. And then we sat at the gate for 10 minutes. And then we got off the gate. So effectively, we missed the connecting flight to Sydney by 10 minutes. Right. The plane was still sitting at the gate. Yeah. But the doors were shut. So there was about four of us standing there going, you're shitting me, right? And they're going, no, nah, nothing we can do about it. So go to Air America and Air America, right, all right, well, we'll sort you out of place. So then I say, well, we could have flown you to LA and then LA out, but you would have left LA at 9 o'clock at night. We might as well stay in Texas for 24 hours and then fly out at 10.30 at night, which we did. So, so we, you know, Sunday night at... 11.30, we're trying to find a motel, which we did, funny yeah. enough. There was a holiday inn down the road, which we all got rooms at, ironically enough, and yeah. reasonably cheap. So we checked out at lunchtime, and we went to Walmart, because I, I had a bag of clothes, because I knew I was flying to Perth, and I was going to yeah. have a shower in Sydney and do all that. The other boys didn't. So we went to Walmart. We went shopping, found a Walmart supermarket, and then went shopping and bought a couple of things. And, and then as we're driving back past, there was a bowling alley there. And being a Monday afternoon, it's pretty quiet, you know. Say a lovely 33-degree day in Texas. So we're like, oh, well, I wouldn't mind a beer. I wouldn't mind some lunch. So we yeah. went to the bowling alley. So we bowled for an hour for $40. We ate like kings. It cost us 100 bucks to be there for about three hours. And we walked out half cut and full of the good. <laughs> so what happens is you, you, you go in and you just pay and then you bowl and drink. And, yep. That's crazy. Yep. Yeah, so we, we so there was a plate, there was a like it was so we so the bowl it was twenty six bucks for an hour. Yeah. During the day. Yeah. For the lane. So I mean, how many people so we were three of us there, so we we and we hired shoes, so it was like forty bucks by the time we hired shoes. Yeah. So so and then they're like, Oh, do you want some beer? Okay. So we drank beers at the lane. Right? <laughs> and then they're going oh, no. so we bowled for an hour, we had a couple of games and knocked them out like, how good's that? You know, the beer-to-bowl ratio was pretty full-on. If you're sort of drinking more beers and your bowl gets into the gutter a bit. But anyway, it is what it is. And I'm trying to explain it because Simon was there from Next Journey, proudly sponsored by Next Journey on the road radio dead session. And then there was another bloke there, and I'm like, boys, all you got to do is line up the dots. Now, if anyone's going to bowl, just line the dots up and put it straight down the middle, and you'll hit a strike every time. 
Yeah. And they're like, oh, so you kept that a secret. <laughs> Look, yeah. oh, well, maybe. <laughs> no, well, it's so, yeah. fairly obvious, isn't it? You've got to sort of stick it into the pocket there between the headpin and the side, the one beside yeah. it. Line you the dots up for when you get your ball off the rack. There's two yeah. dots, but there's five dots, five dots, line them up, put the ball on the first dot yeah. going down your lane, you'll get a strike, right? That's Don't worry about spinning. Don't worry about spinning it. Don't worry about putting your fancy little warning spin on it and the backflip and the flipper and whatever other shit you think you can do. Bowl it straight down the middle, get a 14-pound ball and hit it as hard as you can. So I did that. I always get a heavy ball. And I'll give it to Simon. He nearly dropped his arm off when he threw his arm down the lane. He's on the biggest plate. And he's going, oh, buddy, you been following with that? And yep, straight down the middle. Yep. So I cleaned them up on the first game and then they towed me up on the second because I cannot confirm or deny I might have had too many beers. Well, oh, yeah. So you went from, when you flew over, would you fly out of Los Angeles and then go to Chicago or something and down to Kentucky? Or, or yeah, correct. So, yeah, we're LAX to Chicago and then we, we had a, an hour or so at Chicago. Mm-hmm. So we went to the Cubs um, uh, restaurant at Chicago Airport, which I've raped Chicago. Like, how cool is that? And flying over that mass of water, that is insane. Chicago is a really nice place. Yeah. Yeah, so, and you fly over all that inland water, phenomenal amount of water there. I don't know about it being a nice place. Last time I was over that water country, I was listening to the news from Chicago. Eight people got shot in Chicago in one afternoon. Well, the airport was cool. So yeah, we get into there, and then we had an hour flight down from Chicago down to Kentucky. So yeah, and then back through Texas and yeah, back through so then yeah, Louisville back to Texas and then Texas straight to Sydney. Oh, so you can fly straight out of Dallas, can't you? Yeah, yeah. So Dallas, so Fort Worth, Dallas is the seventh largest airport in the world. Really. So we, when we got off the, because we flew in domestic, so when you get out, people will be blown away by this, but you get off at domestic gate terminal C, yep. and, or A, sorry, you flew, flew into A domestic, and then you got to go to international terminal D, so you go up an escalator and on a train. Right. You've got to get a train to the terminal. To catch a plane. Yeah, to catch a plane, yeah. yeah. So you got, there's, a, there's like a sky rail. Oh, yeah. It's a confusing so, place, isn't it, when you're from Australia? Yeah, so it's, it's humongous, this place. Like, like you, you're on there, and you, so you're on a train to go to a plane, so you got off a plane to get on a train to go to the plane. So anyway, we all sailed it there and got to gate eight, and the, and the ladies at Contest are going, well, you're, you're too late, and we go, oh, the plane's still there. Like, we can literally get on. Like, nah, you can't go back there in America. So, anyway, we had 24 hours off in Texas. So. Yeah, um, yeah, I don't know, just crazy. Just so, yeah, it's pretty, pretty, pretty cool. Like, so, Texas, I love Texas. Like, you know, like, they, they reckon I, like, but in, when I walk around Texas with my jeans and a pair of boots on and a shirt on, they reckon I look like I'm from West Texas. Yeah. Until I start speaking and they go, you're not from West Texas. You're from well, West Australia. From of Texas, <laughs> a little bit further west, and they're like, oh, right, oh, right. Have you actually had a drive over there? If you have, you've got no, I haven't, and it's still my head in, because I want to. I've got the gist of it. So, 
any, any of you Australians that have been in an Uber or a taxi in America, like if you fly into America, then you sit on the right-hand side of the road and you've yep. got to say sorry to the Uber drivers. I'm not putting my foot on the firewall as a brake, but yesterday I was driving here yeah. in this position. You know, yeah. like it's just natural to sort of go, I need to grab something or, or stop or, yeah. or, you know, like I don't know. And, they, and they're laughing going, Oh, yeah, you probably would. Yeah, literally yesterday we're driving and today we're in, you know, it was 26 hours to get to where we were and then come home, it's two days. So it's a lot of trouble. You've not driven at all there. I was sort of of wondering whether you've not driven a truck. You've not driven at all. No, not driven at all in America. No, the few times I've been, no. It's it's quite scary. You you think you've got it under control, but you don't. Yeah, so what? what You you are on the wrong side of the road. Yeah, yeah, turning, yeah. My, turning would be my concern as to where you turn into, because yeah. it's hard. It's hard to get your head around, and especially because we were downtown Louisville. There's a lot of one-way streets, so you're trying to look uh, the right way to not get run over. Mm. Well, I, I've driven uh, left-hand drive cars, and uh, it's sort of three thousand kilometres through through uh, Canada when Rose and I went to Canada jumped off the Air Canada plane in Vancouver and went down to Alamo and got in a big Ford Taurus and drove to Whistler. Uh, and I can tell you now, it did, did my head in the whole thing. It was crazy. Oh, I, actually, I, I accidentally drove onto the wrong side of the... Like, you've got to bear in, you've got to stay on the right. But I actually really drove onto the wrong side of the road. You know, yeah, it'd time. be very easy to do. Yeah, you could do it. It's so hard to understand how the tourists that come to Australia end up driving... The wrong way down the motorway or something. Well, when, when, when the first night I met Amanda, like we were looking into each other's eyes lovingly and, you know, like it was all going that anyway. This is PG rated, this radio section. <laughs> um, but the, the American Navy was at the at the club that we were at. And old mate, old mate got run over because he walked out of, the, out of the club and didn't look left or right. He didn't look got the right way. It didn't look the right way. So that's always stuck in my mind. Yeah. Just got to look for the other way. Yeah, it was all right once I got used to it. The, the, the thing that I struggled with was that you're allowed, as part of the road rules there, you're allowed to turn right on a red light. After yeah, how cool is that? Actually, I, 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 when, I, when I become um, president, that's yeah. one rule I'll change. So you'll be allowed to turn left on a red light after you Correct. Drive. Yeah, correct. Once is that back, president yeah. in Australia or America? Yeah, president in Australia. I'll, Australia. I'll, we'll work on America in a few years when I get over 50. But when I'm under 50, I'll take president in Australia. Yeah. <laughs> uh, there's a couple of places in Sydney where you can do that. They've got little signs up. But it should be a universal law, I reckon, all over the place. You can turn left on a red light. Oh, it's, it's, a, it's a magic system. Works well, traffic flows, life is good. Yeah, so if you, you've got to stop though. You've got to come to a complete yep. stop and give yep. way like a stop sign. You're allowed to turn. You're allowed to turn right. You can't turn left. You're allowed to turn. Yeah, so you turn into away from traffic. Like it's yeah, perfect. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, it's just turn left. When you come out of the Botany Industrial Park and you come back up to turn
Well, I did see a road train going around there the other day when I was walking around the airport in Sydney. I thought, geez, I thought I was in the outback of Western Australia. Yeah, they're... It would have been a road train, mate. It would have been a 30-metre A-double. A-double. you got to get no, it right. I, no, 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 you boys. No. I have this argument no, every no, time with a mate of mine. He says, it's a road no, train. So it's an A-double. No. It is a road nope. train. I agree. Nope. Don't but care. I, do you remember when do you remember when a b double was scary on the east coast yeah, yeah, I know. Yeah. When you used to have a sign on the front saying long beers with 26.5 oh, metres. Oh, my God. Holy dooly. Hey, Yogi. Yogi, you, um, you sent me a text here. sent me a text here earlier, Yogi, about a song you'll play. And I, 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 Did you find it? Well, I found one of them. I do know. Little Lime Man. Oh. The Witcher Car So... So why has this come up, yeah? We're, we're, well, this is Kentucky bluegrass. It's not bluegrass. Yeah, are you talking about the Wichita Lion Man? Mum, no, Mumford Sons. Who? No. Who? No. No. Little Lion Man by Mumford and Son is Kentucky bluegrass. Reckon? As much as it's new Kentucky bluegrass, it is actually Kentucky bluegrass. Right, eh? Do you reckon we should give it a hit? Give it a go. <laughs>
I really fucked it up this time Deny my dear Deny my dear We're back in, Mike. I was oh, going to give no, it to well, you, but I'm not. I'm going to give it to Yogi. Okay. Yeah, Mumford and Son, Little Iron Man, Kentucky Bluegrass. Now, you've, so Mumford and Son was a, it's a pretty mainstream song, but they are sort of classified as Kentucky Bluegrass and running with the old Kentucky theme that we were in Kentucky. Because mm, you're in Kentucky. Simon from Next Journey at the Mid America Truck Show. Right. Yeah. Awesome. I'm just actually in the middle of doing an email at the HR department. Should we what shut you out in for a minute while you do your own little thing there? To make a, to make a complaint about the sort of abuse that my earlobes have to put up with on a Saturday night. Oh, come on, little lion man. You can do better. <laughs> <laughs> little oh. lion man. Oh, mate. Oh, mate. Oh, mate. So what are, you, what are we doing now? We've done the truck show. We've done everything else. What else? Well, we're we back to you, Mike. We we had this discussion earlier about the stupid things we see on social media. Stupid things we see on social media. Yeah, mate. Look, we could we could do a whole show on the stupid stuff we've seen on social right. media. So you pick number one. Oh, well, I would I would like to just say, that, and unfortunately. It does revolve around a sex issue, right? Oh, right. And, 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 and I want to know where these people get their ideas from, right? But yeah. it's all about the number of times people are supposed to have have sex in their relationship. Right? How often couples should be having sex, right? No one. Is someone? What's no, I thought on? we did, but I thought we had a caller, but they don't want to talk. No. Hang on, hang on. You're not, you're not on air yet. So. I just heard someone say, "So you're going to stop me? I mean, I'm about to start on this whole bloody good, this whole good <laughs> sex life bloody thing that's been on Facebook." Well, it's going to, but they wouldn't say who it was. They're still there. Who, who oh, no. Get the listener because we've got half an hour to go. So oh, who no. is it? I don't know. Who is it? Oh, it's who Marcus. It? Righto, Marcus. Now you're on air. Oh, so, <laughs> I have an idea. I have an idea that I'd like to oh. share. <laughs> the man's Marcus, got a mission. Let Marcus, him speak. Mark, Marcus cannot stay long-time listener, first-time caller. That you, call you're driving again mate. on Easter Saturday. I certainly am. I certainly am. I am feeding the people of Lismore today. Lismore? Yes. My great idea is everyone has to drive a K200. Oh, no. And oh, we, raise, we raise the bunk up. So we, we our bunk goes up by, let's say, 80 centimetres up in the air kind of thing. And we have um, a chemical toilet put into our trucks. Right. Are you in a 200 or a 104? No, I, I drive Monday to Friday, I drive the, the K200. And today, yeah. I'm in a Mercedes. You were in a 610 last week, weren't you? 
Yes, I was. Yeah. Well, you right. can do okay. it. I'm, I've, I've worked it out. I, I've got the tape measure out, and I'm yeah. thinking we can do it if we raise the raise all the bunks up, and then we build a chemical toilet. Well, what into we have our about raising the bunks up, though, Mark, is that we just sort of if we actually bought real trucks with bonnets on them and big bunks, you wouldn't need to raise anything. Oh, God, here we go. The fucking well, then, then you can actually put in, here's the advantage, you can actually put in uh, fridges and microwaves and all that in. Yeah. And then you'll be able to have your little um, chemical toilet in the, in the top corner. Yeah, but if you, if, if you go, oh, look, do yourself a favour, Marcus. Go and Google Double Eagle or ARI. Yep. And... Just look at a 110 inch sleeper or even an 80 inch sleeper, ARI or double. 72. Or 72 inch. And see yep. what they can put in those, man. It is unbelievable. You can have a shower, you can have a toilet, you can have a, a fold down king size bunk, you can have a microwave, you can have a table, anything you bloody want. And it's got me screwed why we don't have that level of. Uh, freedom in Australia. There's a level of care for your driver. Because they keep it pushing the fact that we're just doing pen. a changeover at Coffs Harbour yeah. or something. Yeah, yeah that's it. Stroke of the pen. And it's like, you know, um, we should be doing A doubles up and down the uh, east coast of Australia. Like, why why should, shouldn't we? we should, and they should, are road um, What did you say? Should, should, should or be. shouldn't be? Should be. Should be. Should be. Right, well, they should, they yeah. should be called road trains then. Yeah. And they should be called road trains. They still are a road train. If you get pulled up doing a hundred in an A double, they'll call you. They'll call you a road train very, very quickly. Yeah. You're done ten, 10 k's over. Hmm. Um, I've, so, just, no, I've just had someone. I've, I've just had someone share an idea with me via a message, and it's a bottle of wild turkey and two grains of glass. <laughs> Hey, that uh, was me. Was that you? But then also, who, whose idea was it to um, to scrap the um, the K rate? I think it's a bloody good idea. Get rid of the K rate. Everyone that gets paid a, a minimum wage, you know, the normal standard. Um, but let's say thirty five bucks an hour. Mate, yep. that's all. That's all. Three quarters of our issues in this industry. Well, See, there you go. I'm not the only one. Thirty five bucks an hour. You get yeah paid holidays, sick leave, annual leave, the whole lot. Yeah. Mate, we won't have we won't have issues. Yeah, I'm thinking. Anyway, yeah, I know fine. I'm not very con, I'm very con, um. I, I don't think I'll get that idea through Parliament, but anyway, oh, we'll you're right. Right. <laughs> we can try. I'll tell you what, Marcus. Hey, you need to tell us all where do you get these shirts from. All those shirts are actually called Trade Mutt. Now oh, they are all mental mutt. health. Yeah, I know. Yeah, that was it. Yeah, trade, mental trade health. Absolutely love them. Trade um, Mutt. Conversation starter. TradeMutt.com. Yeah, trade Mutt shirts. Trade Mutt shirts. My team usually wears Trade Mutt shirts. Yep. What they yeah. do is 50% of their um, the shirts, so they're about, they're about $80 a shirt. Fifty uh, percent of that um, the shirt will go to their um, health, mental health support line, which is uh, tx.org.au, um, well and they're actually professional uh, mental health uh, practitioners. 
Um, right. I have used them um, on a couple of little life issues that I've had over the years. Well, um, mental health, people who trade much shirts. Yeah, yeah mental so, health. Um, yeah. Jump on the website, trademark.org.au, um, and um, yeah, get into them. Yeah. Uh, yeah. If you see some of, see some of my shirts, they're as, they're as bright as my personality. I, uh, I, I will say at this point, Marcus, that we're the ones that do the plugs on the show, not the listeners, right? <laughs> no, we're no. paying him out. He's, he's got he's put money through the teeth of there, and we let him go because he's oh, very good. Oh, hey, we for the score. Yeah, I was actually looking the other day. I thought I might buy one of those. They're pretty, pretty, pretty leery. They're pretty hey, loud, aren't they? I don't. Okay, here's another idea. For our convention, yep. our convention next year, we'll have a convention shirt done by trademark. Well, there you go. You, you can, see ideas. You can do that, ideas. Marcus. Tee it up. I'll wear it. I'll yep. wear it. Yep, Michael, I'll wear it. Oh, I'll tell you all these ideas I've got. Wow. What a, what's another it. idea I can say? I can say. No, no, that's, I'll wear no, it. I'm out of ideas now. You're out of ideas? Yeah. yeah one idea. Yeah, it's good to hear, hear from you, Yogi. Good to hear you're back in Australia. Yeah, Marky. Jeez, man. Jeez. Well, we're, back, you... we're back for only a little while. I'm back. You know, we missed you. Where are you going? Somewhere else, are you? Yeah, we're going to be on. Yeah. Where, are you, where are you going now? We'll talk about yeah, that mate. in the team meeting. The team meeting? <laughs> <laughs> oh, we, now, never, we never had one. Now we're a team. We, we had a team meeting the other day. That went for, what, three hours? That was that yesterday, incredible. Mike. Not yeah, we did. Day. We had a Zoom meeting. We had a Zoom meeting, didn't we? We were very professional. Zoom. Was that, was that only yesterday, was it? Yeah. Yes, it was. Three, yeah. Hour, three oh. hours, Mike. Remember that? Three hours. I've had a big session today. I've had a... I'm, I'm on, I, don't, I, I hope Rose is not listening. She would be. Mm. I, uh, I, um, I, I've got to admit that I've had a, had a couple of uh, drinks today. And it's a good job I'm not driving because I blow about a lot. So, yeah. How about you, Marcus? <laughs> are you going to blow the bag or are you just... No, mate, I'll be, uh, I'll be home, with, oh, the, uh, yeah. I'll be home in the, home with the bride in about uh, 25 minutes. So, um, oh, lucky you. I'm back in, back home very soon. So, um, I'll you tell you what, days. Marcus, your, um, your quality of audio is much better tonight. Yeah, I know. It's not that bloody beeping noise. Holy gosh, that drove me crazy. Yeah. It was driving me crazy too. I was. I know. So, I know. I'm gonna say so now I've um, now I've shared all these ideas that I had in my head. Um, and yeah. let's see if our listeners uh, have any other ideas to share. But um, oh look, everyone's yeah. got ideas. Everyone's got ideas. Yeah. So uh, bloody work. There you go. So let's get rid of the K rate. That's that's one thing. We'll uh, we'll get rid of that one, and then um, yeah, an A doubles a uh, road train. Well, that's another idea, and then we got to put a chemical toilet in their campus. Yeah, because in Western Australia, twenty-seven and a half meters is a long vehicle. No matter what you make it, it's a long vehicle. Anything over that, it's a road train. Thirty meters, road train. Road train. 
Oh, it's just so the road a on the front. Truck. Really? You know, like... Yeah. Just put some you know, trailers behind it, drag it down the road and deliver your oh, shit. Oh, like, oh, that's that it. Well, Absolutely. I don't, I don't care. Yep. Well, hey, ours in America the other day. <laughs> oh, well, like, Blake was going to me, do you do, do, do land trains? Nah, I have done road trains, but I don't do them at the moment. Oh, <laughs> mate, like, yeah, I'll do that in America. And I'm like, oh, yeah, but so what do you do? Oh, they're 30-foot trailers. Yep. Yeah, two or five doubles, yeah. And look at and it was a good conversation. We're, you know, like I'm going, oh yeah, look, we sort of you know, I've done I've done a little bit of three work, four three forty fives, but a lot of two forty fives, forties, you know, he's like Four I went, Yeah, plus the dolly. Oh, yeah, yeah, I know, I know, but Bay, I'm not signed off to drive a quad, mate. I'm not super truck of material, mate. 101, yeah. copy. That's unbelievable. Yeah. Dave, do you know do you know what cracks me up? One night there at that at the OTR in Port Augusta, yeah. oh, mate, couldn't snap his barrels together. And yeah. he was me the old single oversized runner. And I was just sick of the Western star going beep 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 drop forward, beep 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 drop forward, beep beep Get out of it for God's sake. And I mate, I'll snap it together. He's going, Oh mate, I normally do a beat double every Friday night, but so I only do road train work, and, and I've got to hook them up at the PC, and I'm like, oh, mate, I want to go to bed. Get out of the way. So I actually hooked them up. I haven't hooked the road train up for years. Well, yeah. It's not easy. It's not easy, to. No, and, and, and no, no, it's not. So I'm not playing that old mate, because yeah. the barrels are hard work. Yeah, all on their own. Yeah, all on their own to hook up a, 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 a fuel barrel. Yeah, that little back a dolly under a back one. It's actually hard work. But a, a ring feeder on its own yeah. can be the your biggest enemy. Yeah, absolutely. They are the biggest <laughs> dicks of things that's ever been designed, yet this yeah. is what we use every single day. Especially yeah, when you've got to hit it with a high-pressure hose and then a uh, can of um, WD-40. I didn't say that, but I, that's how yeah. I put it all together. So the thing, the thing about it is, if you're doing a road train and uh, you know you're snapping things together with ring feeders and dollies and that all the time, it becomes second nature. But if you don't do it all the time, it's a pain. It's a pain. It's yeah, it's actually quite poor. If yeah. you don't, if if it just stays together as a combination all the time, yeah, and you have to break it up every now and then, they yeah. they're problematic. Yeah, well, we didn't split those quads up. So you can't split them up because there's too much red dust around the pin. Yeah, no, all the, but the, but the other part about it is with those, <laughs> with those bloody drawbars that have been like on the, oh. on the, on the, um, the Bruce Rock uh, drawbar system. Yeah, they're a form system, eh? Yeah, well, you've got to lift them over with a forklift. You can't. Because they, like, they go in actually in front of the the rear axle on the trailer. So they're, they're, they're higher and they're in front of the rear axle, so they, they 
they, they got to locate it, get on them, and if you sort of got to push them together, they've got to ring for you. But you've got to line them all up, and you know it's a it's two or three man job to just put, pull them apart and put them together. It's ridiculous. You can't do it on your own. It's impossible. Okay. Crazy, yeah, well, that's, isn't it? that's right. And there's only a few mere mortals of Walker Munsters that have signed off to do it, and I'm not one of them. Now, Yogi, <laughs> you've sent a request in here for a song. Yeah, did you find it? Well, I did, and I'm going to play it. Now, you tell yeah, me. Oh, play it, play it. Oh, yeah, you oh, tell me. Marcus, you got to play it. Marcus, hang up and listen to this. Is it? Listen hey, to... mate, I'm going. Have a good one, gents. Talk to you later. Thanks for calling in, Marcus. Thank you, buddy. So, hey, Yogi. Is it, oh, I am a man? Oh, 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 I, I, I know you're a man. Tech tell me, with tell me. No, no, you tell me the song. <laughs> Just I, a... I am a man of constant sorrow by the soggy bottom boy. Oh, good I God. I don't have a problem with my masculinity. No, I know you're a man. Well, yeah. We've talked to you before. Well, we're all good. I so mean, you know, that night we coming up in the bunker was cold. Because, you, because you want this, we're going to play it. And and everyone can judge you by this. <laughs> Good song. You know. Uh, yeah, no, gonna, we'll give it a crack. Like, we'll give I it a crack. Really, I sincerely doubt it. Oh, I don't know. What noise? In constant sorrow.
face you never will see no We're back. They heard most of it. Yeah, I'm going to back announce that song because that song is I Am a Man of Constant Sorrow. Mm. You know, I'm, a man of, I'm a man of constant sorrow. Yeah. Yeah. I think Mike enjoyed it as a man of great constipation. Oh, I, I, I'm, I'm going to put it out there. He toes what's happened. Like they, those they, words happened. They were not. They absolutely were not. <laughs> not, not your favourite song. No. You sure? Well, it's been Kentucky Bluegrass Night. That's what it's been because I've been in Kentucky. If I didn't realise that we could put requests in next week, I am going to do some requests, right? Oh, yeah, you want to okay. get in early? I know a guy. <laughs> you know a guy. If I get in, uh, and if I get in and have a request, we'll have some. We'll have some, um, some, um, uh, uh, competition. Right. We'll have some, maybe some ACDC. We'll have some bloody. Oh, we can have that. Hey, Mike, we'll go back to this. What's the first live show you ever went to? Kiss at Waverley Football Stadium. Waverley Football. A football stadium, Waverley's Kiss. When was that, like 1980s? It, it was back. It was back then. Yeah, yeah, yeah right. eighty, eighty-one somewhere around there. Yeah. Right. Kiss. Live. That would have been exciting, though, eh? Back then, what were you like? It was. Yeah. You yeah. would have been like twenty-seven or something then. <laughs> so, as a child. What was the best show you went to? And we'll call this as a child when you're under 18. I was best seven under 18 when I went to the Kiss concert. Kiss concert? Mm-hmm. Under 18, I thought we'd just discuss that. No, you weren't, I. You were 32. No. Really? <laughs> so you went to Kiss, how old were you? I was best seven under 18. Right. Was that the best thing you've ever done in your life? No, God knows, mate. No, no? absolutely not, mate. Some are a little bit older and some are a little bit younger, but we span 20 years. 
So, you know, like you, you boys had the options of, of going to in excess, whereas I didn't have that option because, yeah, I, you, know, yes. you know, like, yeah. I never went to an excess concert. No, 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 no. And so, look, I've got, I've got a mate that, you know, he's a few years older than me, and he was like, oh, there was a band playing in the corner, and no one knew what it was, but it was weird initials. Yeah. It was in excess. Yeah. And, and that's what happens. And, like, so me, me WA dad over here, Robbie Bowen, like he's watched ACDC play for five bucks just get that. Yeah. You know, like, and you just think, oh, man, how cool is that? Yeah. You know, yeah. like, you're paying, I mean, five bucks would have been a lot back in the 70s, but, you know, ACDC played here. Or, or Daddy Cool played at Long Warrior, you know, where yeah. I was growing up. Like, it's just selling, you know? There was some huge bands back then. I mean, those Billy Thorpe and all that sort of stuff used to get at the Chevron. In King's Cross, and yeah. you know, there were all sorts of stuff. It was all in, in the early eighties. You would go up into King's Cross, and there'd be all sorts of bands on there. The wild place to go as a young bloke. Yeah, that's and, right. Yeah. And whereas we don't, we never, I never had, we never had that. You know, like uh, we just, yeah, you know, it was just one of those things. You walk up Mclay Street, and, and, and there'd be. There'd be uh, prostitutes soliciting on the streets. There'd be guys trying to get you to go into the pink pussy cat mall, whatever. You know, there's like every every second shop was a was a movie house or a strip bar or some bloody thing. And um, from from where the the fountain was there, I mean, there were several nightclubs and bars and things like that. It was a hell of a place to be. I was like 18 and. And uh, in, in the Navy, then, so you know, it was an interesting place. Yeah. Really, really interesting place. Right, good people. We're going to wrap this up. Ten o'clock. I'm going to have dinner. Well, it's actually seven, eight o'clock here in Nice now. I'll make yeah. So you've you've gotten rid of that stupid daylight saving time over there. So it's been we have, yeah. we have, we have, yeah. and we're moving we're on, moving oh. on. What did so, they check on? Oh, I said I said we're moving on because we've just got past daylight saving. So yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, right, it's been good talking to you, lot. It's time to wrap it up. It's uh, 9:55 p.m. We've sort of got a little bit to do. So thanks for coming back, Yogi. Appreciate no, it. Thanks for letting me have my bluegrass hour. Thanks for tuning in. If you listen to the bluegrass music, if you didn't listen to the bluegrass music. Do yourself a favour and find them songs. But oh, if you have, look it up. If, you, yeah. if your dial's back, if your dial's back, if you like me and you want to make a complaint to HR, please feel free. So email yeah, Yogi at On The Road Radio. <laughs> yeah, email, email Yogi at On The Road Radio. Uh, .com.au if you want to make a complaint to HR about the music selections. Yeah, that'll be on you, Mike. What? What? So uh, the email, I've already sent the email, it just hasn't read it yet. Yeah, I've just got to figure it out. The pigeons will turn up tomorrow with the mail over here in the West Bay. I've only got one question. Is there actually any point riding down a running shoe of the ship we're going to talk about? Is there any point doing that? We had a run sheet tonight. No, no, no. And we didn't get through any of it. Yeah, some of it. There's some Stormy Daniels stuff and Trump. We didn't, even, we, didn't even have, we didn't even have what's on news.com.au tonight. Thank God. Well, we, we deliberately deleted that. But theme music, I told you, Bluegrass theme. Yeah, yeah, we had some of that. We've, we've promoted Simon. 
Yeah, we had we had a we had a sponsored plug. And trademark. I think we've done trademark. Well. And trademark. I'd buy a trademark shirt. I might buy a trademark shirt, actually. What 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 grinds your gears? Well, the fact that people don't like bluegrass music. Does that, that grind, grind your gears? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, well. Yeah. Anyway. Too bad. Right All right. Let's, uh, let's sort of wrap it up. Uh, if you haven't heard hey, it all now, oh. if you want to hear it more, I'll put it on the podcast feed later on. And, uh, yeah, there you go. And if you have any complaints, Mike... At, on the road radio. <laughs> on the road radio. Tom, Tom, no, so we, 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 I, had a good, I had a good mate of mine ring me well, last week before I went to America. He's like, oh, yeah, you put it. I'm listening on the road radio. I'm enjoying the radio, but there's some really crap music from six till midnight. And after midnight, it's not too bad. And that was when you were running my podcast. And my pod. yeah. There you go, Mike. He's going, he was going, oh, just so shit, he was going, oh, no, that's not right. Yeah, ladies, got the stuff. Yeah, I'm playing my iPod because you played that six times or something, did you, from six to midnight. I didn't have that. The telly was mine anyway. Yeah, that's all right. I fixed that up now. You won't have to put up with that. Anymore. Yeah, so, so what I was going with that, good good people of on the road radio, return to your normal broadcasting. No. <laughs> <laughs> no more bluegrass. Oh, yeah. Good chat. Good chat. Well, Thanks, good, good night, everyone. Hey, uh, hey, uh, hang on. Happy Easter, everybody. Yeah. Happy Easter. Yeah, well. Uh, yeah. The other thing we didn't talk about that I wanted to talk about today, the 44th anniversary of Razorback this week. Oh, we miss so much. Jeez, we miss so much. Mike. <laughs> Let's do a podcast during the week, eh? Mm. Wednesday night. What about that? How's that suit for you guys? Oh, we'll do a podcast. No, we've got a team meeting Thursday, haven't we? Yeah. Oh, we do. Teams. Right. No, no. Love you. No, no. No, no. Be good, everyone. And as I say, if you can't be good. Be spectacular. <laughs> <laughs> Dead guy with a wisdom. <laughs> <laughs>